took a little sip. Hey, what's up, Jabroniacs? Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to reach out to you about the Patreon. Uh, we are looking to grow this show, and right now we're doing our push to 100 patrons, okay? We have a lot of ideas for this show, and this show is grassroots, uh, and we need more resources to grow it, and we need more resources to justify the amount of time we spend on the show. So if you love the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com. But look, like I always say, we're not looking for handouts, okay? We're giving you value, straight value, okay? So right now, as you know, when we hit 100, we're going to have our 9 to 5 cow app. And since we hit 70 patrons, I will be releasing the schedule of the 8-hour 9 to 5 workday cow episode. Spend your full day with cow. For, for one podcast for the whole day. You sit down at your desk at the Huggy Shop in the morning at 9, and then you press play, and you only listen to one podcast for the entire day. Maybe uh, your buddy Brian is like, hey, hey Brian. He's like, hey, you want you want to get lunch today? Like, I don't know. I got to finish up the nine to five app here at the Huggy Shop. Do you have lunch? Do people have lunch at the Huggy Shop? Yeah, yeah, of course. You take lunch there. I feel like it's always lunch. The Huggy Shop. The state. The steel workers get out and they go straight to the Huggy Shop. Okay, it's not the pod yet. Okay, let's get back to this. Okay, so the nine to five app. When we get a hundred, we're gonna have that. I'm gonna release the whole schedule for that eight hour app on the Facebook page tonight. That'll be there. Also, we are continuing our movie dissection episodes right now live on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling you can hear our movie dissection of a very spooky halloween movie see no evil starring mayor of knox county glenn jacobs aka kane you can see if we were spooked out or creeped out or both <laughs> uh, uh, and there's a bunch of other great uh, awesome bonus episodes in the archive if you want more Cow, okay? Also, six more patrons is all we need to release the new Comedians of Wrestling merchandise option. So, six more patrons. That will come along with the Secret Cow video project. So, hey, it's up to you guys. Lots to unlock. Uh, but, yeah, in all seriousness, thank you for all the support of the show and all your kind words, everyone. Uh, if you want to support the show, you like the show, you want more cow, you want us to have more episodes, more content, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Okay, enjoy today's show. It's an evolution, baby! Hello! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. Oh, yeah. Marinara in Rome. Anyway. <laughs> A.K.A. The modern day a spoof. Haraja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming at you like Scott Bakula. Baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba wee, gabba wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. And, uh, 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 <coughs> yeah. she's mine. What 
up, jabroniacs. We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, caliente wrestling reactions. Whoa, 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 Seth, hold it up. We're not there yet. All right. Hey, listen, everybody. We're coming off a real, I mean, a hot, hot week. Lots to say about this week. But before I do, let me introduce fucking to my front, Nasty Newman in the house. How about it? What is up? Not much, man. Hey. Just living my life like it's golden. <sighs> okay. I'll take <clears throat> that. Okay, I don't know what being golden is. Sounds like you got pissed on. But hey, let's keep the show going. Remember, you guys, you can get your opinions on this show, okay? We have a cash-in feature. You leave us a voicemail, and uh, we play it on this show, Yeah. okay? Unfortunately. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Newman doesn't like it, but it happens. All you got to do, you leave us a voicemail at 316-530-242916. Blow my mind. Where's my gobbledy sound effect? I'm looking for it this whole intro. Anosh? You have the gobbledy inside. Where is it? You have the gobbledy inside of you, young Padawan. You don't no, need a soundboard no, for that. Okay, to cut the Star Wars. <laughs> no, it wasn't here. I was doing it all week. I was gobbledying up the fucking wazoo. I'll have to fill in with something else. We're both great guys. We're just a couple of great guys. A couple of great guys. All right. Anyway, hey, guys, I got an announcement at the top of this show before we get into it, which is that uh, I got uh, my first clip of me doing stand-up, okay, from uh, my cow uh, professional wrestling only stand-up special that we shot SummerSlam weekend. I got the first clip of that dropping next Monday, little election day, election week surprise for you guys. So yeah. I'm gonna be posting that. Uh, I'll post that on the page. I'll post that on my Twitter and uh, my Instagram. And I think you guys will dig it. Patreon on Patreon.com. I'm gonna give a little preview to the patrons, nice. so you'll get to see it first. Uh, you get a little inside look, a little uh, um, spicy reward for being a Patroniac and a Jabroniac. Okay, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, th thanks for watching it. You didn't watch it yet. I'll post it, and uh, and uh, please share it. Send it around to Marks and everyone. Uh, it helps spread the, the show. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Hopefully you'll get a nice chuckle at it in these trying times, uh, especially next week, which might be... <laughs> Might be a tough one. So that's going to come out on Monday, 11-5. Uh, cool. Uh, we got, oh, no, 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 no. I have my notes here, my normal order of operations here. I'm supposed to plug the sponsor here. Ugh. I was going to say I queued up the music for you for the no, uh, Adam no, Letterman. No, 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 no. We're not playing the Brock music. As I said last week, Adam Letterman came in here and insulted you guys, mm -hmm. and you guys work extremely hard for the show. I literally hound the Nosh at four in the morning sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm talking about wrestling Is on the Facebook page. Is that what that was? Is that, was, that, was that insult? Because what I heard was a, uh, a written, prepared statement of uh, a couple of jabronis who can't think extemporaneously, so they I have that to... Too. Prepare yeah, listen, their words. Adam, was it insults? Adam Letterman yeah. and Jason Shapiro called in. They uh, insulted the show. They yeah. weren't like some of the words that happened on the show, but they took it too far. Uh, you know, listen, this is a professional wrestling podcast. We poke fun at each other, right? Uh, but, you know, sometimes you work yourself to a shoot. 
and those guys shot a little too far for me, especially Jason, which, you know, we are, you know, he's my best friend since we're five. It's always kind of a little touchy when you know someone that long and they yeah. kind of have, you know, almost like a shield brothers type relationship. Things can get a little touchy. And I thought it, I thought it went a little too far, frankly. And so I don't need Letterman's money. I mean, I shouldn't even say his name. I don't need the sponsor. Let's call him the sponsor. I don't need the sponsor's money, okay? We got the Patreon. We. Uh, this is why I do this podcast, to right. avoid the business, right? To avoid the red tape, to avoid all the bureaucracy. That's not what we're here for. We're not bought. We can't be bought on this podcast. So, uh, uh, Adam Letterman... This is your last kind of plug on this show. I banned you last week. And I, I hope you learn your lesson when you find other podcasts to invade or whatever you, you think you do. You don't you don't own us and you don't uh, affect us. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. take it out of here. And uh and if you push it even further, I might take you out of the Facebook group. Because right now he's in yeah. there. Wow. So all right. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. You have to be you know, I'm sorry right. you're, you're you know trying what? to hear about he, wrestling. He called me a middling engineer, but you know what? I'm much more than that, Adam Letterman. I'll have you know I'm also a struggling actor. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Bet you feel like an idiot, don't you? And you also have a lot of secrets. Uh, yeah. no, sure, a lot. <laughs> all right, hold on, let's break into this. One percent is whoop ass. Crack it to a little Lacroix. La- Ask me what flavor I'm rocking today. What flavor, dude? Of- lime always. Come on. What kind of question is that? <laughs> you told me. Unbelievable. To ask you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let's get into the show. Uh, okay. So look, a lot of a lot of you know. Look, you guys know. <sighs> you guys know. Uh, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> Came from an audition today. Mm-hmm. I was talking about, you know, the the listeners of the show like it. I talk about my, my audition plight. Speaking of struggling absolutely, actors. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I went there today. Everybody we know and is at this audition. Absolutely. Yeah. It was at this audition. <laughs> and they do this thing where they, uh, you know, they, uh, they bring you in with four people, mm-hmm. right? And they're always like, this is one thing you guys don't know. Uh, what, I, I, listen, I'm a top-notch improviser. Okay. Right. I got the credits. Mm-hmm. Okay. They put you in there with four people, and then two of them are always like, one of them was the great Mary Sasson, amazing improviser, okay? She's great. And the other two are some jabronis who probably just write UCB on their resume, you know? <laughs> and we're in there. I'm trying to improvise with these guys. They're not. They're just talking over me. Yeah. They're, they're, it, it, it turns into a fight as opposed to listening and responding to each other. It's just an, It's just a fight. Yeah. Right. To be like, who who could get their digs in? And then all of a sudden, I'm fighting with these guys, and I look fucking desperate. I almost walked out. I almost, I almost was just like, all right, all right, funny. And one guy, he did this thing. It was so fucking unfunny. This guy was like, he's like singing, right? Like where it was like a, it was uh, for a beverage. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were playing like little, little inanimate objects come to life or whatever. Okay. And he was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if my character just sings? And he sung this unfunny song. And then after they cut, it's like, he's like, ha, ha, I just did that. Like, look at me. I just did that. Like, oh, you know what I mean? And we all did it. Ha, ha, yeah, you did that. What you did is you sung so none of us could say anything. Right. Meanwhile, you're not yes ending anything. I'm setting up this hilarious game. I'm not going to say what it was. I will tell you what it was. Okay? I was how do I do it without, because, you know, you sign these NDAs or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, you know, they're coming after me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, I, I, one one of our guys is dead in this, okay? But they're inanimate objects, so it's like something funny that it's like, oh, he would die. Yeah. So we like cheers to him. You know what I mean? We cheers to him, and then I make the joke where I go like, uh, yeah, I know, I'm gonna miss him or whatever. I'm like, you know, he he owes me ten bucks. Uh-huh. Is it weird if I hit up his mom? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Funny. Cla- classic joke. Funny. Classic. Is that yeah. funny? Yeah, that's funny. a classic. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. funny. 
So you think, what would you say to that, Newman? Okay, you're in the audition. and know you guys are in there with me. I go, you think I should hit up his mom? What would you say? Seems a little personal. Yeah, you'd ground it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Have some tact, But buddy. this guy, he just, these guys are just making more jokes. Right. So he literally, you go like, uh, yeah, you think I should hit him up for that? And he goes, ha, 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 oh, and he starts singing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you're like, what the? And he was like, and then we did a couple of takes, and it's just, I just like want it out of there, you know? Yeah. Just, I, it's so fired up, because the thing is, like, you, you drive there, I'm trying to prepare for this podcast, I'm watching wrestling on my fucking phone, driving there, trying to check out Ziggler's promo, because uh, I'd missed it last night. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, all right, I got it. And, and you know, you take kind of time out of the day. You spend a gas, and then you go in there. Some fucking jabronis, some mid Carter yeah. in there with the champ. It makes you wonder if the like if they were there on purpose to like torpedo it to mm -hmm. see how you could do. I will say this though, that oftentimes when you're you stole the spotlight for the joke, which is good. That's a good move. Right. You were quick to the punch. But if you don't do that and you're just straight manning there, chances are you're not getting the spot. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why they try to layer the jokes on. I mean, this was obviously a case where the person has no improv training, so they're just laying the jokes on anyways, but they have to kind of do that to sort of stand out. Yeah. Right. So, but it does suck for the, the veteran improviser. Anyway, so that's, you know, so I'm coming here basically from that, and my day would have been a lot easier if I just skipped this audition this guy was going to tank for me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So then, all right, anyway, so I'm getting to some, but I'll tell you, something that made me, something that uh, made me happy was, uh. A lot of uh, jabroniacs, listeners of the show, have been sending me. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm coming off extremely sad on the show lately, or vulnerable, or something. Uh, 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 because a lot of you guys have been sending me thank you messages, and you're you're digging the show, and uh, telling me how much the show means to you guys, and uh, and that's uh, awesome. I was trying to thank thank you guys, man. You, I meet you guys. I need you as much as you need me. Mm -hmm. All right. Don't, uh, uh, yeah, it's like don't, a, it's don't a know symbiotic it. relationship. So that picked me up because as I left this audition, I got a nice message from one of the listeners. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Uh, one of our listeners managed to clunk out a message. Okay. Notice uh, you're not getting anything. Yeah. Well, okay. I wouldn't even read it. I think he also uh, dropped a cash in if you wanted to play it today. It kind of, uh, is reminiscent of what he may have said to you today. Oh, who? If I, oh, uh, this from, oh, this one, this cash in from Charlie here? Yeah. All right. Let's check That'd it be out. a good time to hit it. Yo, what's up, Cow Universe? This is Charlie Carroll calling from uh, New Hyde Park, Long Island Railroad Station. Just got dropped off a short while ago by uh, Nick Tulo. Um, just want to <laughs> say uh, we had a, a cow meetup before the pay-per-view tonight. It was a lot of fucking fun. Just reinforced again why I think this podcast and this Facebook group and community is uh is really important and just like a super great positive space uh, i had a had a blast i can't speak highly enough of like all people i met tonight um highlight of the night for evolution for me was definitely the becky charlotte match the place was so fucking loud and everyone was going crazy um i guess i would i'm just curious to see what people think um what their favorite spots were from that match i mean obviously like the power bomb at the end, but um, yeah, just curious to see what you guys think. Anyway, uh, glad to to listen to this podcast, to follow, and be part of this community. Um, you guys are great. You do great work, and yeah, keep going. Uh, cheers up. Nice ending on a cheers up. The classic way to end a cash in. That's you know that's you know you're dealing with a seasoned vet. Yeah. When they hit the cheers up, hey, 
Charlie, man, thanks, uh, thanks for calling in. I love that this podcast is now just up its own ass. Uh, I love it. We're just going to sit here, just kumbaya, and uh, just congratulating ourselves on a job well done. No, thanks for the kind words. It, it, it is... It's awesome to hear. I just wanted to let you, you guys know that I'm hearing you. If I don't get back to everyone, I try to. Um, but uh, if I don't, yeah, I want to let you know. But also, fucking awesome. These, the thing is, evolution. There's a cow meet up there. A bunch of jabroniacs throwing up the COW hand signal, meeting up, wearing the cow shirt. A lot of people wearing that. Look, I don't take that lightly. Right. When people wear rock cow merch to an event, because I know, to me, you know how important it is what merch I wear to an event? Right. I'm thinking about what shirt I'm going to wear weeks in advance. I'm going to War Games and Survivor Series, yeah. and I'm like, yo, what shirt am I going to rock? Do I wear the War Games shirt to War Games, or is nah, that nah, gauche? Dude, come right? on, it's man. Gauche. That's gauche. I know what I'm wearing, though. Yeah, okay. Well, we know what you're wearing. Of course you're wearing. So, Alistair Black? No, I actually don't have Alistair Black shirts because they're ugly. Um, no, but I'm saying that we're, wearing the cow shirt is a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I take that as like, that is like, an, when you guys, if you when you rock the cow shirt to a wrestling event... I gotta tell you, I, that's the highest form of praise to me. Mm-hmm. That's that that you know that to me I, that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, I have a hard time wearing cow shirts to events because I'm like, yo, I fuck, I want to rock this merch. Yeah, I know it's rocking the CLW right now. I'm like, yo, I got so much merch si- sitting there where I'm like, yo, I got, and I want to support my my wrestler. But like, you know, I'm like, all right, but also we gotta rep the CLW. Yeah, but now you guys are. I might be off the hook. Who knows? <laughs> nah, I'm. A, I don't know, especially with the fire merch. That we have and coming out, so uh, should be dope. But yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Cow meet meetups are gonna be great. Uh, and also remember, Survivor Series weekend here in Los Angeles Thursday. I gotta remind you guys on Thursday, uh, eleven. What day? No, should you look that up? I I, I believe it's the fifteenth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, November 15th at the Comedy Store. I'll be on Dolph Ziggler and Friends. I don't know who else is on that show, but I'll be performing on that. And uh, I'll I'll be there and um, uh, come say what up. And uh, if you're if you're gonna come check that show out, it should be a really good time. Um, also, November seventeenth, Saturday after War Games, midnight uh, at Tournament of Nerds at UCB Franklin. Uh, you can get those tickets at ucbtheater.com. I don't know. I'd check out the Franklin schedule. I don't yeah. know what that is, but on there, tickets for midnight. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna have the Cow Comedians Wrestling Takeover of Tournament of Nerds, which is a really popular show. That show, if you're a patron, I guarantee I can get you into that show. The show will be sold out. Yeah, no question. Confirmed on the show. Dolph Ziggler confirmed on the show. Skylar S. Pitch Mr. Perfect Aston will be on the show. So if you're looking to see that butte, uh, come two two guys, two gorgeous men. All, all Skylar Aston me. is going to be on Dolph Ziggler. And friends, or on the, no, on the nerd, sh- tournament, uh, of tournament nerds. nerds. Yeah. Also, Nasty Newman will be on Tournament of Nerds yeah. show. Yeah. Finally, yeah, absolutely. Finally, what you? I mean, you've been begging. Finally, I get some recognition around here. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, been... you you finally just earned it. I mean, what do, what do you want? Yeah, okay. You've had a bad attitude. Your attitude has been in the way. My attitude is is a baseline. Like everybody else, I think is way too optimistic and cheery. Yeah, well, all right. Well, hey, look. To be honest, I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I'll tell you what. I, I'm more like this. I'm more like, uh, hey, let's smile while the ship's going down. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm more like uh, the fucking cello player on the Titanic right yeah. now. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, be, you know, <laughs> I'm going down, but hey, I'm in a ballroom. If I was you know, on, you know? if I was on a ship that was sinking, and I was like in the band, if I was on the Titanic, and I was in that band, and the fucking the band leader was like, we must play with the ship. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck yourself sideways on a desk, bro, because I am You would leaving. dress your cello up like a kid yeah, and try to get on the skip. This is my kid, but the uh-huh. cello is a he's, kid. Yeah. Newman's Billy Zane trying to dress as a woman. Or yeah. that dude who's trying to dress as a woman getting on the... My son, he is sick. Yeah, what? yeah. 
Um, so anyway, Titanic references up the wazoo here. You know that. Ten and, uh, Oscars. Yeah. Baby. Best movie. All right. So anyway, let's talk about something. Uh, let's uh, talk about something. All right. We, we had a nice moment of positivity. Let's talk about something more negative here. Um they're not negative, but have you so uh, talk a little bit about Crown Jewel coming up on Friday? Yeah. Like I said on the Facebook page, look, I'm not doing some big protest of the thing. I'm just not watching it. Okay. Right. I'm simply not watching it. Um, and kudos to John Cena and Daniel Bryan for sticking up for what they uh, believe in. Yeah. I mean, for John Cena, not as much a big deal. I mean, definitely going to piss off Vince, but John Cena will bounce back. For Daniel Bryan, look. It's a he's not big enough to to say to Vince McMahon like I'm not going I'm not I'm not having this title match at Crown Jewel. Right. Uh I got to say I got it. You got it. The, there's no ch- chance Vince was happy with that. I mean, he you lost clean. He lost clean on SmackDown. Yeah. He tapped out to AJ Styles. What um in a, in a match that easily could have just had a schmaz finish. Mm-hmm. It almost basically did have one, right? Uh, he did get punished for it, you know, and so I want to give props to that. But look, like I said on the show, I don't pretend to be a CEO of a company. You know what I mean? I don't pretend to understand this kind of deal and leaving money on the table. I tend to think that a lot of uh, people are calling it like cancel culture right now. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I don't think this totally applies there, but it, it's like. When you're like, hey, let's boot Kevin Spacey from a movie or something, right? Right. Which, obviously, you should. But you're like, well, what is the ripple effect to the crew? Right. Let's cancel the show. Well, tons of people cut. They, you know, when you're someone who's a grip or whatever, you kind of sometimes hit the lotto. You're on a show that runs for years. And that kind of job stability in Hollywood is... Rare. Is very rare. So you're like, well, what is the ripple effect there? So... Look, that doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. I'm not even making a statement on that. But I'm saying I don't really know what the implications of this Saudi deal and how many people lose their jobs and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I don't pretend to know all that, you know? I just know that for me, I'm not sitting through one second of Saudi propaganda. This is not happening. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. If I even see like one second of that video of of. Like, women can drive. Last time I felt weird about it. Yeah. This time I especially feel weird about it, I mean, knowing that you're being manipulated. I was getting all hot just watching. There, I saw some pictures of of them smiling with the guy, with, like, the, the princes or whoever they are. And I'm, like, I was just getting pissed off, like, just looking at their, their smiling, smug, smiling faces. Just, like, I don't need to even see what's going on right. with that. Not to mention... Um, it's it's a house show. Yeah, and actually, to be honest, the only match I wanted to see, yeah, like really bad, was Daniel Bryan AJ Styles a title shot, and we got it yeah. on Tuesday, and that was like amazing. But I, I was like, man, I, I can't. I'm like, how can I not watch a guy, two guys who I would never think would battle for the title in a WWE ring. Like, mm-hmm. How could I not watch that? I was literally like, literally, to be completely honest, I was like, maybe I'll sneak watch just that <laughs> match. You know what I mean? And then I'll make sure I don't see anything. And then I, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch. And now I didn't see that. I, mean, I don't care about this World Cup tournament. No. I think I had to hearken back to something that, that you said on the podcast a while ago. Oh, oh, thank you. Where they always trick us into thinking... This pay per view matters. Like this is oh, one. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. I will not be fooled this time. I know this one doesn't matter. I don't need to watch it. Uh, WWE. The most incredible thing they do is, and by the way, a lot of it is me is like 
me wanting to believe. Right. You know what I mean? But where I go, oh, here's the options. Here's the only options they got. And then sometimes they choose the option, which is no option, uh-huh. which is the pay-per-view d- doesn't matter. Right. It's a non-moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously when these big shows that are... Uh, what they're calling global pay-per-view events. Uh, <laughs> as if, <laughs> as if the internet about, isn't everywhere. What about the work of letting Renee announce? Man, yeah. I mean, like that, I, kudos to them on, like, this is a brilliant move. Where they're like, look, uh, because their whole argument, which I think is complete horseshit, me and Arlen argue about this argument, the argument that, like, you got to go in there to make progress, right? Yeah. I think if you hear any argument echoed by Randy Orton, that's you know it's not a good argument. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he's literally walking down the street, he's like, yeah, well, didn't our girls go over there before? You know? And you're yeah. like, so, I almost, that was almost... Randy Orton. Yeah. I mean, not the voice, but the cadence. <laughs> uh, didn't uh, you went over there? Like, he's kind of, he's almost like a surfer dude. Yeah. Like, a, like a, yeah, like, well, you know, anyway, I was going to, all right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, like an alt-right surfer dude. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know they exist. I said it. I said it. It's fine. It's not bad. Okay. So, that, that being said with Saudi Arabia, like whatever. If you could, I don't have any problem with it if you want to watch it. I don't want to see the propaganda. Right. That's what it is. So this isn't this some big thing which is like let's all rally and do that. I think we'll save our protest for something that's uh, that is. I don't know. Does it get much worse? Yeah. For the thing that is too far. This was not too far for me. This is some a big deal uh, uh, monetarily. Hard to imagine. I'm not going to watch a Sean match, but I'm pretty sure. Based on the little bit of Sean I've been seeing, that I'll live not seeing <laughs> this version of Sean Michaels. Yeah, plus cool. I'll be at WrestleMania. Here, so here's what I want to say: John Oliver skewered uh, WWE this week. Good, uh, the Saudi Arabia. He went on there and he absolutely butchered WWE for having this event. Um, and he mentioned that WWE that when they mention the event, people get that they're booing, you know. And he showed a clip, and it's true. And they said Crown Jewel. Uh, in the, when AJ said Crown Jewel, they, the crowd turns on Crown Jewel. Yeah, the stock prices have dropped. Uh, uh, so you know they're they're feeling the effects of it. You know, but here's my thing, John Oliver. I agree with everything he said. Uh-huh. Nothing. I rewatched it a couple times. Everything. I was like, yeah, this is all solid. All this argument makes total sense. But boy, oh boy. Mm. Okay, so I agree with it. Boy, oh boy, do I hate when comedians who don't watch wrestling rip on wrestling. Sure, yeah. I mean, it really fucking grinds my gears. Yeah. And he's doing that. He's like, I was like angry. It was almost like I I felt like I disagreed. I completely agreed. Had to rewatch it back. But I was fucking heated. I hate because he has one joke where he's like talking about Undertaker and he's like, I'm a meat ghost. I'm a meat ghost. And it's like. What's a meat ghost? I don't know. It was such a fucking it's like you I smell the writer's room yeah I get I, 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 I actually know people right for the show and they're f- completely great hilarious people not wrestling fans but right. like I can close my eyes and see them being like he's a meat ghost and like ha 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 and like to me it's like disrespectful it's uh, hilarious I get offended it's I get like you're getting worked yeah I get offended I was actually thinking about how like um like I was thinking in my car about how uh like I, I'm not I'm not 
a religious person, though I don't think that matters in this time. I think I'm labeled as what I am. Dan, there is a there is a crucifix behind you, <laughs> and you have a yarmulke on. Absolutely, uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm a Christian rabbi. Ask Mike Pence. Uh, uh, Man, yeah, was it a Christian? Was it say messianic know, Jews? I didn't even read it. I yeah. didn't even read it. I can't click on it. I can't click on it. Suffice been, it to say, this is like suffice. I've been. I'm gonna tell you guys. I, I'm not. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not say, there's some, there's about, some Jews, this, about this country right now. There's some Jews that think that they need to convert other Jews to Jesus, and they're completely insane. Whatever, we I can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. What was I talking about? Oh, oh. But I was saying, I was thinking about how like religious experiences. Like, I don't even understand religion. Like, no, I'm not disrespecting religion, but I was like, to me, like, <laughs> sounds crazy. But like, if I'm at like. I'm at, when I'm at like a Dave Matthews band concert, that's right. the closest I get to understanding like religion. Where I'm like, I'm completely immersed in like music that I absolutely love, and it's live, and yeah. everyone's like into it. I know. Look, that's I know I'm gonna get shit for it because people hate on Dave Matthews Whoa. band, but that's okay. Uh, but I'm saying I'm like, oh, this is what people are feeling with religion. Right. So I understand. It's almost like, on a metaphysical level, yeah. it's the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Yes, is it's the same exact. Feeling, yeah. Um, and uh, th- and look, I wouldn't even say Dave Matthews Band is my favorite band. Sure. I just want to say that. I don't even. I wouldn't even say they're my favorite band. But that in concert, they're the only ones who get me in that zone. Mm. I went to Radiohead. I, I couldn't feel it. Oh, I didn't feel it. Yeah. You know, some bands. Yeah, whatever. Not, not the point. Wrestling is also. I, I, I when I'm at Mania, I'm at church. Yeah. Right. right. Mania is like the high holy days for me. <laughs> Whatever I was supposed to feel in Temple my whole life, I feel it when I walk. When I walk every year, I go to WrestleMania, and I when I first walk into it, and part of it is so amazing is sometimes if it's outside, it's the daytime, uh-huh. which is like a it's an open, and they're wrestling in that. But when you see like what uh, like a hundred thousand, close to a hundred thousand people all gathered for this big event, and you see all the big entrance, and it gets dark as it goes, and 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 or if it doesn't, the entranceway like in in, in at thirty four. Uh, to me, I'm like this is like uh, this is spiritual to me. Mm-hmm. This is you know what I mean. I I bow to this, <laughs> you know. So what I'm saying is to wrap it back is when a guy like John Oliver just casually rips on things that are to me <laughs> have like a sacred, sacred, yeah, I get angry. Yeah, I feel offended. It's the fr- and feeling offended to me is so foreign. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So he's there. It's like I'm a beat ghost. I'm like you talking about the fucking Undertaker like that. You should watch your fucking mouth. And John Oliver, incredible talent, yeah. amazing talent, uh, a great. You know, uh, I, I have utmost yeah. respect for the guy. But when I yeah. watch him rip on wrestling, I'm like, get get out of here. How with dare this. you? Because that man won 23 WrestleManias in a row. Absolutely. How and you, dare you and yet, speak of you, him that way? You take your three. Emmys yeah. and you throw them in the trash. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah, and and the, the, there's a layer of there's a layer of condescension coming from this highbrow guy where you're like, you're like, I also can tell you don't respect this thing, right? So it bothers me even more. I can also tell you're lying, just like. There's times where, uh, all right, I don't want to go well, into no, Trump. It's like any time, I don't want to go into Trump. But it's like it's, it's like, the best example of everything. What was it, but saying? it's like any time like a critic reviews a movie or an album or something, and it's just like they don't like that genre of movie or they don't like that genre of music, so they were never going to give it a good review. It's like, well, you don't even understand what this is, so your indignation isn't righteous. It's just, it's just shit yeah. talk. 
Oh yeah, uh, and I, I had uh, um, some friends who were working on this project, and they had to like make fun of wrestling, and I saw it. No, no, no. I watched it online, and it was like nothing. This yeah. is so off. Yeah, you know. Uh, and I get it's like for the casual consumer, but I don't know. I don't think. Listen, I, I, I whatever. Meat ghost. Uh, I mean, I mean that, that just furthers whatever. my like. I find myself these days in a place where I'm like, uh, people who are professionals don't really know what they're doing. Like, right. people who are, like, writing, I mean, obviously they're good joke writers, it's a funny show, right. but, like, there's areas, it's like, there's certain journalists, there's certain columnists, there's certain writers where it's like, you're just, like, you're supposed to be a professional, and you yeah. don't really even know what you're doing. Right, so I just don't like condescension to wrestling. Like, if it was if it was Jon Stewart, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be bothered, because I know the guy respects this world. Right. You know? So anyway, that's it. I just I get I get defensive of professional wrestling. Yeah. I was defensive of an argument that I completely agree. Like one thing John Oliver did where he he um so uh, 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 uh one of the jokes he said was there was a Instagram picture from the WWE Instagram and it's an urn and it says D- DX spray painted on it. Right. And it, and it said uh at Crown Jewel there will be no no respect. It says uh, respect is out the window at Crown Jewel, something like that. Or respect is dead at Crown Jewel. And it's just like him using that as just being like, "Look, look at this metaphor." And you're like, "No, it's tied into the storyline." And the storyline is really good. That and if he, and he doesn't realize that they obviously did that to get heat. Like they're pushing buttons oh, all over the He's place. Totally yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It's like if you're like, right. Well, like, no, yeah, no shit. No shit. That's weird and offensive. They did it on purpose. Right. But I think also they posted that before. I think it was. I, I don't know. I don't know the exact. No, timing. the timing. No, the timing was off for right. sure. Right. Right. If we're gonna if we're gonna take it as like right. but they weren't. We, yeah. But it affects the creativity. Is my point. I wrote this whole rant about this and then I deleted it because I was like. Ultimately, I was going to post it on the Facebook page, uh, talk, you know, Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. By the way, if you listen to this podcast, more people listen to this podcast than are in the Facebook page. So I just want to, I was like, uh, we have a Facebook page, Comedians Wrestling Podcast on there. It's, uh, I think, the best professional wrestling group yeah. on the uh, on on Facebook, and it's maybe the only reason that I'm on Facebook, <laughs> uh, and I think it's great. A bunch of people celebrating wrestling uh, at all times of the day and night, including four in the morning. But on the page, I was going to post this whole thing, and then I was like, you know what? This feels like I feel like I'm censoring or something, right? right? And also, I do agree with the arguments, but there is a thing where, hey, we, I understand that it's, you're conflating these issues. The respect storyline is good, right? It's great writing, right? It's the writing of like, hey, the story, the eight. Think about what what TV shows have uh, a storyline eight years in the making, right? Well, the storyline that Shawn Michaels <laughs> is like, right? But yeah, but constantly have it, no, right? Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight years where Shawn Michaels is like, hey, at Crown Jewel, respects out the window. He's like, I respected you, Undertaker, and it's true. He's like, I turned down matches. I turned down match with AJ at thirty three, right? He's turning down ma- millions of dollars, right. respecting the fact that I was retired. But it's like you turned on us then, and I like that. Respects out the window, and that's why we're DX. Great writing, mm-hmm. you know. So. uh, uh Right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, so we're just going to use that and spin that, take things out of context, which is a problem. Right. Because then now we start, this is why we have, why wrestling is neutered a lot in the first place. Mm. Right? So that feeds that. It's It can't be, it can't be mutually exclusive, you know? So anyway, 
The reason I didn't say it is because WWE is wrong here, and that's why I'm not watching it. They shouldn't hold this event in Saudi Arabia. Um, well, again, I don't know if they should or shouldn't. I'm sure if I I don't have the if I don't have enough information. I know if I was in charge, I would do everything in my power to not. Yeah. And I'm not going to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that they shouldn't. I will definitely say they shouldn't. And I think a lot of companies shouldn't be doing business right. with Saudi Arabia uh, for. And I've thought this for years before this ever happened, before they ever went there in the first place. Saudi Arabia's money is everywhere. Uh, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll talk about it on the, uh, the nine to five episode. But I mean, would you believe that Saudi Arabia owns the um, parking meters in Chicago? Is that true? That's true. Wow. They can't close down the streets in Chicago for a parade without consulting a Saudi wealth fund. Wow. I didn't know. I did I did not know that. 100% true. Wow. All right. Anyway. So that's what I mean. They uh, That okay. money needs to get out of a lot of places. Get out. Get out. Um, so yeah, cool. So anyway, that's it. And- um, I think also it's like right now me uh, I want to boycott standing up for what I believe in is because there's a lot of things going on in this country that are just made me actually absolutely sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I you know I try not to get like too de political here, uh, but when I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I'm going to say that I, I was trying to remind people of that one argument we had about the Nazi wrestler mm -hmm. and having the Nazi flag, and I will say. And I'll just make this quick so we're not, you know, so we don't, I mean, if we're going to lose listeners, that's going to happen anyway. Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. If, you, if you're upset by this, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But uh, is, we, my argument was that people can't handle that kind of rhetoric. Because I, I was, right, well, I, I'm always, I'm torn between free speech, creative free speech, mm -hmm. right, and 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 rhetoric, right? Thinking what is the line of rhetoric and what is not. And so when you have a wrestler, oh, I'm going to be a Nazi, my, my guts go like, I think of Mel Brooks and I think about like, oh, they are the ultimate villains. I think of Indiana Jones, right? I right. think about like, oh, they're the bad guys. And you're like, well, wrestling is essentially storytelling, right? So I want to have that. I'm like, I said on here, even when I was like, oh man, imagine Randy Orton came out with the Nazi flag. You'd be like, he'd be like, <laughs> right? You'd be like, creatively, obviously I wouldn't do it. I don't think they should do it. But I'm just saying mathematically, you're like, ooh, he'd be like the most heal you could get yeah you know what i'm saying but you're like no we can't but then i have uh i have an armband a nazi swat sticker armband that my grandfather gave to me that he took from germany back here in world war ii that he gave to me and it's in my drawer took it out looked at it and it he said i want you to wear this at your wedding <laughs> no he did he would say that though he would say that yeah because <laughs> he was a goof in that right. way and yeah. also Truthfully, to hide his emotions, sure. truthfully, is the yeah. reason he would say it. But you see it, and it's that it's still vibrant red. It still has an actual SWAT sticker on it <laughs> with a sword through it. It's a real artifact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you look at it, and you're like, no, this is too real. People can't handle this. You know and what I'm plus saying? what you said, too, is that like people clearly, there's, uh, like, there's people who believe that shit, for real, and are like, in this country, who, who want to... Uh, further the agenda that the Nazis started. Uh, yeah. And uh, they don't get to have somebody to cheer for. They don't. No. You know? Uh, and like, I, too, am, am for free speech, uh, uh, you know, but I'm not a free speech absolutist. I think that the difference between 
what happens in, with Mel Brooks and what happens with Indiana Jones is that in Mel Brooks, the Nazis are doofuses. In Indiana Jones, they get their faces melted off. They need to lose. If you're going to portray one, it has to be a loser or they have to get fucked up. To, to say this is bad and, and bad things happen to bad people. They can't be celebrated at all because we're too fucking dumb to handle that. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems to be people, they're pe- I don't, I don't want to say, du- you could say it. I don't, I just, people are too extreme to, these things are too delicate. People can't handle these ideas. Some people are too unstable. Some people are too unhappy. Yeah. Anyway, all I'm saying is I'll be voting on Tuesday. Yeah. I'll be voting, and I'll be voting to take guns out of the hands of people who shouldn't have guns in their hands. Yep. Who, who can't uh, people having weapons of war. Um, and um, I'll be voting against people who think there are good on both sides of Nazi protests. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. You vote however you would like. But if I have any voice on this podcast, and I think this is my most effective place to say the things I feel I've been absolutely devastated by the events of this country and um, this is the time we get to speak up we get to speak about Tuesday so I hope you vote for what you believe in um, and I hope you don't listen to an older generation telling you what to do you make up uh, uh, decisions for yourself so that's the la- that'll yeah. probably be the most political I ever get on this podcast and maybe I'll even delete it but uh, that might be the ultimate deletion. But yeah. that'll, that's it. Well, in case you don't delete it, yeah, don't listen to people who are, who got their fucking brains vaporized by memes on the internet. Yeah. Or baby boomers. Anyway. Uh, that's who I mean. <laughs> that's, uh, that's who I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. I've, oh, I see this, and now I believe it immediately. Yeah, no, all right. Anyway, okay. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Yeah. Hey, how do we lighten things up on this podcast? I'll tell you what we do yeah. in these dark times. And the podcast, hey, just like professional wrestling, the product, it, it all reflects the times. What, what we do is we go over to the Steve Austin podcast, <laughs> the Stone Cold podcast. So, all right. look. All right. Let's move on to the next segment, and let's here's how we segue in. <laughs> So listen, I turned on the Steve Austin show again, yeah. uh, and I was like, does he do this all the time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he has, uh, Stone Cold has an episode of the podcast that I turned on, and it's called, this part is called, it's an episode called Stone Cold vs. Bears. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, what is this? So I press play on this, okay? And it's Stone Cold just... Talking about driving again. Okay. Okay. Just, just, just listen to this. I'm like, what? What is? Th- who is this for? Right. Right. Driving down the freeways in Los Angeles. <laughs> Shit, I turned out on Washington Boulevard, went down a couple blocks, and said, "Man, there's a lot of motherfuckers out this morning." I said, "Well, maybe leads up on a highway." So I got out there on the highway, jumped on the 405, and I was like, "God damn!" Shit, I was driving 70, 75 miles an hour, and I was just planning on driving about 65 and just chilling because I told my wife, Kristen, back me up on this. I said, I'm not going to be in a hurry. I'm not even going to run radar. I'm just going to take my time. Did I not say that? You said that. I get on the 405, his and I swear to God, wife. these yeah. son bitches might as well have had goddamn numbers painted on the sides of the car because <laughs> I thought I was in a NASCAR race. Man, it's blowing my fucking doors off. I wanted to get in the HOV lane, the high occupancy vehicle lane, but if I got pulled over, as much as I consider Callie a human being, I don't think a law enforcement officer would. So I stayed out of the left-hand lane, and I didn't even stay in, I didn't even get in the left-hand lane. I stayed in the right lane. It's about a four-lane highway. 
And these motherfuckers, Crystal, were blowing my damn doors off. I mean, and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, how many of these people that are out on the road right now are just coming to home from a club? How <laughs> many of them are drunk? How many of them just got up, decided to take a couple hits off the bong or some fucking dope and get on the highway? <laughs> so all these things are right running through my mind as I'm just rolling down the highway. And what turned into be, you know, what I anticipated just being a nice, quiet ride, <laughs> my escape from Los Angeles. You remember that movie way back in the day yep. when Kurt Russell escaped from New York? Yes. This was Escape from Los Angeles, California, man. I thought it was going to be a nice, easy there ride. Is- but no, all these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. What is he talking about? Uh, like, this is the. <laughs> I mean, look. No one loves Stone Cold like me. I got to always count you with that. I love Stone Cold. Again, I'm spending my money right now on Stone Cold. Uh, but he's the best. This is just if you want to hear Stone Cold speak, right? Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been on the 405 oh at that God. hour? Stone Cold. Huh? Stone Cold is here. Yo, I mean, have I, what? You know, I, if you know, 405 yeah, is backed been, up. I mean, so it's incredible to have you in here. Yeah, no problem. I was in the neighborhood. You know, I live over here in Santa Monica, right on down the uh, uh, Santa Monica Freeway. First off, you know there's Escape from Los Angeles. That's a movie. It's How the sequel. That? No, there's is Escape. That, is that the one where the, uh, where the old boy is like uh, uh, with like the, the Japanese gentleman and the Chinese gentleman and they got the powers? Yeah. Is it that one? What? No, that's, Rush, I think that, that's, uh, no, that's uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big I think, Trouble yeah. Little China. Pretty badass movie, ask me. Yeah, so Stone Cold, look. Um, okay, I got you here. This is incredible. Uh-huh. This is awesome. I want to ask you about pouring the concrete in the Corvette. I oh. was there in Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. How, was that planned beforehand? Have you ever driven a, a concrete well, truck like that? Well, the thing you got to know about uh, heavy machinery is you can't be operating it if you're taking a rip of the bong and smoking the dope, right? Like these fellas were on a 405. I mean, yeah. I can't be driving next to people. It looks like Dale Earnhardt's next to me. Got the number three painted on someone's Toyota Tercel. Going to take uh, going to take somebody out. You know, I don't know who's, I don't know who's so on. Called, so called. I don't, I don't, I, with all due respect, you know you're my favorite, like, wrestler of all time uh-huh. or one of them but hell uh, yeah 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 no uh, absolutely and uh i want i don't want to hear about you transporting to events that i really care about oh, you know okay. what i'm saying i just want to hear about the moment you know what i'm saying oh okay so yeah. just here like when you're in the cement truck and you're pouring the cement in right right so so uh uh, the thing with the Corvette, you got to understand, is that it's got it's got about six hundred and five horsepower. It's putting about five hundred and fifty of it to the to the to the wheels. Okay, now if you were to take, you ever see that exit off the four hundred five uh, when you're coming into like Westwood, and you don't want okay, it's like uh, what's the name? It's Ventura Boulevard. Okay, so Ventura Boulevard lets off onto uh, Coanga, uh, right around Laurel Canyon. Uh, and, yeah, and, and yeah, the thing yeah, about I've that seen is, it. I've seen it. Yeah, about- no, it's not called, now you're just explaining the exits on the 405. Honestly, it's it's I'm, with all due respect. Well, goddamn, son, let me get to boring. the point. It's, Let me get to the oh, point. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were really going somewhere. Yeah. So the other day I saw a Corvette. They're real pretty Corvette. It was like a 1965 Corvette. One of them gimmicks looks like the Speed Racer one. You know what I'm talking about? The Mach 5. The yeah. Mach 5, right? Oh, brother. So I'm looking. I'm down there. I'm down there off of Quang. I see this. I see this. Uh, and I'm thinking, man, I could really fill that up with some cement if I had the proper credentials to do so. 
Right, like, right, absolutely. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, okay, right. And that, yeah, and, and it brought you back to the Nassau Coliseum, right? Yeah. Like 1999 or 2000, whatever year that was. Yeah, and the thing about Nassau Coliseum is uh, I had to drive myself there when I was doing so, man. People were blowing my doors off <laughs> on the way there. I'm on 95. I'm coming up from Philly. I just got to the hoagie shop. I got myself a Soprasada sandwich. <laughs> Stone Cold, you're, what was your question again? You know, I, I was asking you what it felt like, you know, to to pour cement in, in into that into that brand new white Corvette. You know, what I mean, your guy respects automobiles. He keeps, he keeps trailing off on that. What about the time that you drove that giant beer truck into the stadium? Remember you that huge oh, semi yeah. full of beer? How was that to get into the stadium? Well, I'll tell you what, it wasn't easy. See, it was uh, well, I think it was a manual transmission. I don't do pretty good with manual transmissions. On account of my all, my knees are all banged up, so when I have to do the clutch, doesn't really uh, I can't really affect it that well. So when I when I was there. The th- funny thing about that beer truck is it only had a little bit of beer in it. It had mostly water. So after the beer was done, it was just water popping. Okay. Out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Stone Cold. Look. Look. So water. I hopped over in the HOV lane and I look. I have my dog with me, but I the didn't. The high wanna, occupancy vehicle lane? High occupancy vehicle lane. Used to be called carpool lane. When I was a kid, I had a Camaro. Okay. I had an El Stone Camino. Cold. And we used to put, speaking of carpools, I used to put water in the back of my El Camino, make it a pool. Yeah, okay. Stone Cold, look. Are you uh, going to tell me what that moment was like in the arena? I mean, did you feel the electricity of that? It was. I mean, come on. All right. What's it feel like to give a stunner? What does it feel like to give a stunner? How did you think of the stunner? Something about wrestling, Stone Cold. I mean, you're here two fucking weeks in a row. And you know what? To be honest, you guys heard, I'm not feeling great right now. I got you in here. I'm fucking concerned with the state of this world and the state of professional wrestling business. John Oliver is fucking res- disrespecting my religion, which is professional wrestling. And you're on my show, which is, you know, it's disrespectful. You just tell me, what does it feel like to give a stunner? Look, you need to pump your brakes. You need to move from the right lane into the left lane. You need to take the exit on your left for the five. Uh, you need to then take the five to Los Feliz Boulevard. Take that all the way down to one, two, three gimmick street before I drop you on that stack of dimes you call a neck. Oh, just get the fuck out of here. Get right. the fuck out of here. I'm going to go over to Rouse to get, get some Get the fuck sushi. out of here. Absolutely. But I think it's what they do is he, like I said last week, like he, they, they all fancy themselves storytellers. Yeah. And so he just likes to tell stories, man. He's just a troubadour. Absolutely. Stone Cold is a troubadour <laughs> and a Stone Cold and Evolution are a mystery. Let's get into Evolution. Yeah. We're coming off of the big Evolution weekend. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Okay. So, look. Um, Evolution, I think, was a big success. Yeah, really fun. Uh, it held in my hometown. I posted a video on my Instagram, at DanBlackAttack. By the way, my Twitter and Instagram now match the handles, at DanBlackAttack. Okay. Okay. Wait, you got it? You got the your handle from... No, no, no. The, the Christian oh, guy? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I just changed it to DanBlackAttack. But anyway, so... Um, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, evolution. Oh, Evolution. I posted a video on there of the pictures from 1991 of me and Nassau Coliseum, which anyone knows is my, I would consider my home arena. Right. And I posted all the pictures of the event I was at, my disposable camera. I remember like it was yesterday because you get like 26 shots. Uh-huh. So it was like 26 or 36. I don't know why. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason for it. And, you know, you have to, you, you have to, uh, 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 move the, uh, 
you know, the, the click wheel. No. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to manually turn the film yeah. to load it. So you're like, I can't waste any pictures. So I have it. And I remember being like, got to get that. All right, you, all right. Hopefully I didn't use too many shots. But when The Undertaker comes out, Ultimate Warrior, I was sitting there with my dad. Anyway, but I, I posted pictures from that book. I still have it in a, in a, my parents are moving out of their house and they found it. And it's a little photo album. And I flipped through it. There's not one woman in there no. on the whole show. Yeah. And to think they did the first ever female pay-per-view in the same exact building where as a kid I didn't even see you a woman. Right. You know what I right. mean? Um, Maybe I serving, thought it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But in 27 years later, thought that was pretty uh, wild and yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. cool. Um, so anyway, Evolution I thought uh, was a big success. I think, uh, did you enjoy watching it, Newman? I did, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I think it was, it was really great. fun. Um, people were really jazzed for it. I thought the crowd was fire. Long Island really brought the heat, yeah. which made which they did me proud. Thought that was awesome. The um, you know, I mean, I got a couple highlights here that I thought were amazing on yeah. this show. First off, let's talk about I think the match, and let's uh, let's see what do we got here. Do we got a cash in on that? I played the cash in already. Okay, no, we got another cash in. The match of the night, Becky Charlotte. I think. Without a doubt, I don't think anyone. Yeah. This last woman standing match, I think that match tore the house down. What I'd like to say about that match is a couple things. First thing is, uh, Charlotte to me stole the show mm. at the at Evolution in a couple ways. I think she, to me, she made Becky Lynch look like uh, you know you guys know how I rate things. Like a million dollars, yeah. which is the for me the max amount of money. Yeah, so it's right? like yeah, like the like scale a, is zero dollars to one million dollars. <laughs> right. If you make somebody look bad, she made him look like zero dollars. Yeah, and made him look like a million dollars. Okay, it was like they look like half a million dollars. Grand. Yeah, seven hundred k. It was good. Seven hundred k. Yeah, she looked like seven hundred k. You look like seven hundred k. You look like seven hundred k. Five hundred, half a mil, hundred percent. You look like half a mil, which is pretty good. Yeah. No, but Charlotte, I mean, the bumps Charlotte was taking, I, I watched this match, and look, I know, we'll talk about Becky in a second, I'm not giving Becky her due, but to me, I thought we uh, Becky walked out of there a hero with the title, but Charlotte made her look like the champ, yeah. she's calling herself the champ, and um, uh, I, I watch that and I go, I'm ready for Charlotte to wrestle dudes, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to see a Charlotte, why can't Charlotte wrestle a guy? She's massive. It's because uh, some she has people, the ability. Some people don't think that they want to see men hitting women and like men body slamming women. You'd get over it. They're wrestling. They're wrestling. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to see Alexa Bliss wrestle Braun Strowman. Right. I mean, actually, I do. But yeah. I still see. You know, because I'd be like, "What are the? What? How did this come about?" And obviously, you guys know I want the cattle prod involved. Yeah. Um, I still think that's the way to get Alexa Bliss over. Is with. Could you needs, imagine if she used the she cattle prod taser. on Braun Strowman like they fight, yeah. and she just zaps him and keeps zapping him until he's down, right? And then it's like holds it on him as she pins him, yeah. and then walks away. <laughs> Uh, so uh, anyway, it, I mean, it, it would be so good. Alexa, you had that. I mean, Alexa yeah. needs a weapon so bad. One, not brass knucks. No, she needs a taser. taser. The long cow one. The long one. This the Scott Hall taser. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Alexa. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Charlotte. I just thought I'm like I'm re I like I want to see Charlotte Ziggler. Like I want to see these matches. She, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the bumps Charlotte was taking in that match were like. They were brutal, mm -hmm. brutal. Yeah, and she redid that one moonsault through the table because she didn't even break the table. 
Incredible. Um, and I think the main uh, the main thing people are gonna want to talk about is how Becky was insanely over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, correspondence on the ground. Yeah, we do have. Uh, uh, so let's let's get some cashins before we get into that fact. All right. What is up? This is Emily Scott doing my very first cash in because oh my god, evolution was incredible. Cheers. Those up. women did what Cheers women up. have been doing for a lot a long time and uh, taking half of what the men are given and making really incredible stuff with it. Um, I'm not going to say a ton because I'm sure you guys have a lot to say and I can't wait to hear it. I mean, the highlights really, Becky and Charlotte, um, I, I, and how excited I am for Becky versus Rhonda uh, mm. come Survivor Series. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on how that should go. Um, and uh, also, question, how should Kyrie Sane make that gimmick work? Should she come to the main roster? Um, also, just have to give a quick shout-out. The Cow Nation is amazing. we got women who have things to say, and they're saying them. Uh, we got men who are pretty awesome by treating us like, equals in the fandom and calling out swampy behavior when it happens and keeping the mansplain to a pretty minimum. So pretty I minimum. think this is a great group. Um, I'm constantly looking for other cool people to add. Uh, so yeah, wrestling is great. Uh, wrestling is important. Uh, keep being awesome, foundation. Fuck Crown Jewel. And cheers up. <laughs> Cheers up. Oh, man. A seasoned pro, yeah. obviously. Jabroni and Petroni. Well, the way um, that you wait. add people to the group is that you, <laughs> you just you click. Yo, so Kyrie Sane will get to in a second because my favorite thing about evolution is just a, a piece of minutia. Not minutia, I will argue, about Kyrie Sane that happened during the pay-per-view and the people who were there didn't hear it. Um, but we'll get to Kyrie Sane in a second. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Cool. The question you wanted to talk about was how do we handle this Ronda Becky match coming up? Yeah. Um, I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be a Ronda clean win, but uh I don't think they'll schmoz that up. It's not for the belts, right? It's no, just it's not for the exhibition. belts. Yeah. Um I think uh if you think that they're gonna I think you're wrong if you think Becky's gonna win because the belts can't move and it'll make Ronda strong. I think that is a cool argument, but Let's talk about, yeah, uh, that match. I mean, the match was great. The sp high spots of that match. I think that match was as good as any match I could think of on any pay-per-view all year. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be up there as a match of the year contender. A lot of great highlights in there. Charlotte, like, I love Becky burying Charlotte and then her, like, uh, rising from the ashes. They told a great story of Becky really being like, I gave you everything I got. I got to give you more, mm -hmm. which is, which I, I can't think of the less women's wrestling match that had a great in-ring story like that honestly yeah i mean you know, it, was it happens a lot in the male matches uh you know for they get more time yeah and they get bigger spots on the card you yeah, know people were saying that this is the best women's match that they've ever seen uh i can't think of one that's better i was never a big fan of sasha sasha versus bailey even the nxt ones uh so yeah, I would be inclined to say this is one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, Nikki Cross versus Asuka is another one. Also, incidentally, last person standing match as well. Yeah, I uh, mean, I have to think about what the best uh, female matches are. I mean, th the ones that come to mind are the Hell in a Cell, Sasha, Charlotte match. I'd have to re-watch that. But in my mind, this was the one I was the most into. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I wasn't, yeah, but I, I thought it was fantastic. Becky Lynch, I think, is uh, just, she's firing on all cylinders right now. I still think we should make some tweaks to her gear and song. I still think her song is way too face. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm, 
Uh, and I do think her gear is like the gear just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't like fit right to me. You know, I, like, I don't know. I like, like, and I think it's a little. The colors are a little too bright. They're a little too face for me. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like. I don't. You know, I hate the steampunk. Losing the goggles like instant fix to me. I'm fine that she's got the gears in the in the logo, but like the goggles were a deal breaker for me. You guys know I hated them, and now I like it. Her, it's like a little too bright. Like I, I would dress Becky completely differently. Yeah. But if she wanted to keep this, I still think doesn't fit totally right. Um, and um, it's a little too bright. I think like she's darker of as a of a character. She's a good black. It's a little cosplay. It's a yeah. little too cosplay. I like that it's Mad Max a little bit, even though that bleeds into steampunk. I like that she's kind of adopted that. But I would like to see more black in there with the gold. The highlights a little too. Yeah, too yeah. much color for me. But I'm not a color guy, to be, to be honest with you. Like, if I was to dress Becky, I'd probably put her in... Um, I'd probably cl- put her close into Architect Rollins gear. Sure. Something like that. More like black leather pants, uh, a black... Um, uh, I don't know. What do you call it? Top. Sports bra top, yeah. but like a pleather one. More like that. Yeah. Something like that. And I'd give her the gloves. I might go I might go somewhere there. I'd have to think about it a little more. What about like Black Widow? Like a full body kind of like that suit that Scarlett Johansson wears in uh the Avengers. Yeah, I like that. But I like Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Maybe something closer to that. Something a little more like, like X Men. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. That's a little too much fabric. Right. Not that I'm being creepy or anything. Right. But she's got. I mean, she's she got also great is like, arms. So she should show them up, off. The thing is, her upper body is jacked up. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm just like, <sighs> like Rhonda looks like a million bucks because she shows off that she's got these intimate. Like she's this. In, what's amazing, or like to me, is like she's this beautiful woman. Right. She has. Like intimidating shoulders. Yes, you know what I mean, and like that's what I mean. We'll get into Rhonda in a second because I have so much to say about Rhonda, and we're gonna spend most of this episode talking about the women. They deserve it. Yeah. What if the the evolution? What if for Becky, she has like a military thing, and because she's so buff, she's like a sergeant at arms, and like it's all about her her arms. arms. I mean, it's corny, bro. <laughs> so it's straight fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's last kicker. No, last kicker makes. Them, but I, I don't think they want to give Becky. I think her her gimmick is like, well, her whole thing is like, I I'm the man, right? Which I really dig. Yeah. Because um, oh, fuck, I wish I had the wording here. Yeah. As a man, I'm I'm glad that she is, Look, uh, you know, feeling like it's not. She had a man. thing that was like, <laughs> did you see her Twitter post? That was yeah, like, yeah, I'm just kidding. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It was very slick, and I like it. It's it's super heel, also. It's yeah, I really dig it. Um, but yeah, so I, I just think the gear is a little off. But people seem to disagree with me. It's a little. There's too much face going on, and also she's getting cheered. Right. So it might be something to think about. Let's give her something. I don't want her to look like Paige. No. You know what I mean. I want her, and I don't want to look like Shayna Baszler either. But something closer to there. Yeah. Well, that used to be her gear, right? She had the the top and then the pants. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So she could go back to that. Yeah, and like being ripped looks intimidating. It looks more heel in the ring. So covering up is, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a little too Halloween-y for me. I'm harping on this for way too long. Great match. That match was unbelievable. The finishing spot was great. That power bomb was like, and then Charlotte played it so well. Yeah. I, I I thought Charlotte was just, uh, I was reinvigorated. I was a little bored with Charlotte. I got reinvigorated. I was like, wow, she is on another level than the rest of this division. Besides Ronda Rousey, who probably she will see in New York at MetLife Stadium. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, you're right though. It was like it just because it, it kind of protects Charlotte 
where she's like trying to get up. You know, she's not just knocked out, can't move. She she like looks so strong. Yeah, she had like such a great like. I lost, but I looked awesome. You know, yeah. When I came out and um, it, like Becky threw everything she had on her, and like mm-hmm. I'm such a sucker for uh, matches where they hit the moment where it's like you know this person lo- is losing this match. Right. You understand they lost, they've been defeated, but they won't go down. Yes. And like you're, it's like you're gonna have to shoot me twice. Ambrose used to be like that. Yeah, well, we'll see where we go with Ambrose. We'll see. Um, um, okay, so um, I thought that was great. Where do we go? Let's have one more cash in because I think this is too low on the ground at Evolution. 9.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday Evolution. Jay Shebs on my left. Zach Zacharitis on my right. And, and Becky Lynch is holy motherfucking shit over. <laughs> Tiptoe with Tulo. Newman's a cat. <laughs> cheers up. Okay. Obviously, anyway, cheers up. I gotta tell you, all of our cashins, they've all, we had a perfect streak of them ending with cheers up. Yeah. By the way, you will not be reprimanded for a non-cheers up. It's just the most professional way. It's the over and out. Uh, it's the over and out of the, the podcast. I guarantee you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two things. One, it's very funny to me that like all of Tulu's, Tulu's other cash-ins, he has, uh, he has wrestling on the TV while yeah, he's doing it, yeah, and now he's actually there, and so it's in the background still, but he's yeah. actually there. Uh, and also, I, I guarantee you that the only reason he said that cat comment is because he was next to Tulo, or he was next to Shabiro, and Shabiro's like, "Oh, it, it would be funny. If, it would be funny if he if you said he was a cat. You should say he's a cat." Uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. Listen, right now, I, 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 there's a battle of the sidekick going on here, okay? We know that Shebs filled in while I was in New York. He took yeah. the Newman spot. And I think maybe, you know, I think maybe he's t- hitting some subliminal digs here. Maybe he's trying to he's trying to psych you out here with the really pushing the Newman as a cat gimmick on there. Um, guys, you know this nasty Newman. Um, uh, it, the, the gimmick is people say Newman is a cat. Because uh, I said that Newman was going to be watching at 2 a.m. Super Showdown with me. And then someone on the page, I think it was Jen Moan, mm-hmm. uh, she wrote, uh, she said, Who is, is Newman your cat? Yeah, no presumably else- after listening to this <laughs> podcast no, multiple times. She is a listener of the pod, so I don't know. She forgot about you, bro. You're forgettable. What do you want? And she said, because the only person who would watch wrestling with me at 2 in the morning is my cat. Yeah. Newman is a cat. You know, I don't know. We might maybe we might. yeah, and but I can. Uh, let me just say this too. I know that Shabiro is the one behind this, and I and I can tell that he's a, he teaches sketch at UCB because his idea of being funny is hammering one joke into the ground until it's dead. Oh wow, shooting on Shebs is. We don't have time to rip on Shebs today, okay? Right. I'm sure we'll be hearing from him now that you've beefed with him. And uh, look, there's a lot of hostility going on. Let's just say this podcast echoes the world, okay? The rhetoric on this podcast is echoing the rhetoric out in the world, and uh, times are tumultuous, right? Anyway, let's let's. So yeah, uh, where do we go, Becky Rousey? I mean, look, we don't need to cover that this week, but with Becky Rousey, I mean, pff, I I couldn't. I couldn't be more pumped yeah. for that match. That is a match. That is a. Uh, that is a that that is a, a match that I'm. I can't. Pff, I, I'm psyched. Yeah, I'm pumped. psyched. Pre-pumped. And I'm going to be there live. Uh, yeah, I wish I was going. I th- I'm only going to. I only got tickets to yeah. the war games. 
Uh, well, yeah. Well, a uh, friend of the show, Dave Schilling's taking me. Yeah, I know. Should you guys are going on a date. Going on a date with Schilling, tiptoe with Schilling. And uh, uh, I will be there. And I, I mean, that match, I, I just think Ronda has to win. I think, I, I don't I don't know what you do with Ronda because yeah. it's tough because Nia Jax, I guess she's going to have to start losing, right? Yeah. She's going to have to lose, but no Here, one, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, I don't want her to lose. Here's what I would do. Uh, at Survivor Series, I would have uh, to protect both of them. I would just have um, like a dirty, a dusty finish with four horse, four horse women getting involved again. Nah, I don't think they're going to do that. But I mean, Baszler just won the title again. But who knows? Uh, but anyway, I don't know. I don't like schmoz. I don't like schmozzy finishes at mm. Survivor Series. Right. It bothers me. It's like no, no, no. I want to know who's the champion. Like I like uh, somebody can look strong. I think we could have Becky look really strong. Becky could be. Rousey's most worthy opponent. Yeah, you know maybe I mean? all it takes is like her getting her in an arm bar and then her not tapping. Well, here's the thing. This is going to be the biggest test. Is like, can Rousey have a match where she looks the uh, makes the other person look good? Mm. I mean, she has, really hasn't had one yet. I mean, this match. I don't. I wouldn't say she made Nikki look good, but it's uh, you know, I I I just wouldn't say that. It's not not like the Becky Charlotte match. That's another level of wrestling. Right. So anyway. Let's move on to this Rousey uh, situation. Because all right, Ronda Rousey, you guys know how I feel about Ronda Rousey. I got into a couple arguments about Ronda Rousey on the Facebook page uh, under his eye four in the morning. Blessed to be the fruit. And also, I at I was watching with my buddy Brian Dipperstein, and we weren't argue, without arguing. Is it was you know light yeah. light disagreement about Ronda Rousey. I'm all in on Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I think Ronda Rousey is. Um, is so good they had no choice to make her champion. I think Ronda Rousey is like on another level than most of the female talent on the roster uh, in terms of just star power. Yeah. Uh, not only that, she's really interesting in the ring. It can she is she there where she can have fully fluid matches yet? Could she have that Becky Charlotte match? No. Becky and Charlotte as wrestling talents are on another level than Ronda Rousey. Right. Right? But there's only a couple. Yeah. And with two shows, the roster being split, what who what women on Raw uh have the star power of Ronda? None. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Not Sasha, not Bailey, none of them uh not Alexa even ha- have the magnetism she has. She's just um, catching on to this business, whether you like it or not, at a Kurt Angle pace. Yeah. Now, the arguments against Ronda Rousey's ability are acting. That's right. her biggest flaw. And is, it's not even that bad. And so my argument with Ronda's acting is people are like, oh, she can't. she's smiling through a lot of the promos. It makes me mad. And again, I think this, what did you call this argument last week? This kind of argument? The like argument was like, here's the argument to make. And I say it. It's just like, I see something and I see, and it's just like an auto argument. Oh, running script? Yeah, running script. Yeah. That's what you said. Where it's just you're saying the lines that you're supposed to say in a conversation instead of how you... Like- yeah, it's like, I get that in wrestling, you should be more committed to your character than she is. Right. I completely understand. And I even say that the smiling, she does not have the acting chops to hold back the smile. Right. Right? As somebody who, you know... Corpsing. I've taught people improv for a long time, right? I tell people, I, like, I'll have to be like, hey, you're smiling through that. And they're like, I didn't even think I was. Yeah. Controlling a smile as an actor is not, a, it's it's hard, especially in front of people, 10,000 people cheering, right? For, for you. Right, for you. 
And when you're legitimately happy and you're like, I can't believe all these people respect me, which I think there is a humility to Ronda Rousey. Uh, but to me, so I agree she doesn't have control over that. And it would be better if she could. And you could see when she was coming out for the Nikki match, she she kept it in check pretty good. Mm -hmm. Right. My buddy Brian Dipperstein, who was watching with me, was like making these arguments. And when she entered, she was like, that, that, he was watching and goes, that was good. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, that match was good. And he was like, almost changing his mind as we were going, you right. know? Uh, so she's clearly getting better. I'm not saying he's totally sold on her. But to me, part of what makes Ronda so endearing, so charming, so likable, so much of a star is that part of her that's like, yeah, she's a killer, which we know she's a killer. It's shoot that she's a killer. Right. She's a UFC Hall of Famer, yeah. right? A UFC champion. She put UFC wrestling on the map. Uh, uh, fighting on the map for yeah. women. Uh, Dana White said, I don't think anyone wants to watch that like a year before the women were fighting. Right. And she was their biggest star in the company. So we know she could beat the shit out of people. A lot of guys in the company, she Easily. could beat them up. Yeah. Right? So we know that. But there's part of her that is so happy to be something that she respects so much that all her friends do that she's been involved in forever. She watches. She's actually there at these events, and there's a mark in her. Yeah. She's a mark, which I find insanely endearing. Yeah. And the fact that she can fight and beat people up, we believe. So to me, when you see someone who's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to be here, and she can't hide it, to me, I find that flat-out charming. Yeah, I yeah. find that to be, and also, I find it to be a great gimmick. I think it's a great gimmick to be someone's like, I can't believe I'm here, but also, I'm better than all of you. <laughs> what an amazing spot to be. And she perfectly encapsulated that in her promos, right? Her promo was like, she's talking to Nikki Bella, and she was like, I, uh, I'm fired up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm fired up, baby. Let's get it going. Yeah, baby. Yeah, and in her, in her promo, she literally last week was like, you know what? I was like, who are these ladies hugging me after my WrestleMania? And I was naive. And she does that thing where like, I was naive and I and I was. And I almost believe it. I'm like, I know it's I'm being worked, but I know that I almost believe that like she was like, You're welcoming me here. It's she you know, it's yeah. it's a foreign environment, it's a foreign company, and it's a business we know is scary to enter. People are really protective of it. People are bullies in this business. People are right, there's a lot of like uh 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 there's a lot of uh uh there's a lot of uh uh uh, uh traditions that you don't want to break, right? right? And there's a lot of seniority. There's all kinds of... Uh, it's 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 a club. It's a fraternity. And she's entering, right? As like a legacy, yeah. <laughs> essentially, right? She's coming in as a legacy. But then the next part, when she goes like, but I was naive, but I'm, I will end you. <laughs> you know she can. Yeah. You know she can literally rip off... Nikki Bella's head like if in she, one uh, movement. Yeah. If she wanted to, she could starch Nikki Bella, just one shot, knocked yeah. out, without even one punch. Yeah, Nikki Bella would be dead, unconscious, at, yeah. like on the ground, and never be the same again. Right, dead at best. <laughs> what more do you want from a character? Right. I'm sorry if you don't like Ronda Rousey. That's on you. Yeah. You're seeing you're seeing some kind of really cool moment in wrestling and also it's ama she's amazing for women's wrestling because when her matches start, I'm pumped. Yeah, it's also interesting that that gimmick of like, oh, I, I, I'm so happy to be here. I'm kind of a mark. It's interesting that it works for Ronda and it doesn't work for Bailey. 
Is it because they're, she's not bonafide? No, Bailey stinks. Like, who the hell's Bailey? Bailey's right? not really, like, she's a pretty good wrestler. She's okay. But she's not a there's, killer. There's she's no a, space for mediocrity in yeah. WWE. Her gimmick is, is like, I'm like a little kid. Uh, it hasn't evolved at all. She had the championship run, and she couldn't capitalize. She had some of the worst segments up there. Her run was completely forgettable, and she doesn't really put on... Killer matches. I mean, right. um, Bailey uh, and and look to be fair to Bailey because I I like Bailey and Sasha. Their creative for those two has been absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean the fact that we had this woman's pay per view, they were in a six woman tag. I said it, atrocious. Yeah, we should have seen Bailey versus Sasha. My thing with Sasha is that like regardless of whatever reason they're holding her back, we need to push Sasha because they just need her. She is an exciting threat mm-hmm. to you know. You'd be excited for Ronda, Sasha. I mean, I keep saying that like that they they need to bring up. I realize that like you don't want to like drain NXT, right? But they're sitting on a wealth of female wrestlers that they could bring up a bunch, create factions, right. and make things interesting, turn people heel, uh, just put more pieces on the table so that we can see these chicks mix it up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we we got to mix it up. Okay, and we also. We got to move on. But I will say uh, that finish, that small package or whatever from the top rope, mm-hmm. that what was, was that? That popped me up to high heavens. <laughs> okay? Uh, I love it. I mean, my, my biggest criticism of Ronda Rousey is the the face paint. Yeah. It's the only thing where I'm like, I don't think she ah, need. I don't mind it. I, I don't care. You're right. And if I was a professional wrestler, I had a hard time not painting my face. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I would have probably warrior. If I if I was a wrestler, I would just have the full on exact warrior paint. Yeah. Okay. Why did Sting have the same thing? He was Surfer Sting. Yeah, but so he did warrior paint. They were tag team. Oh, is that what they it was? were tag team before that? Yeah. Um, when he was like the Dingo Warrior or whatever. The Dingo Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they cool, were tag team because you could see on the Ultimate Warrior. Um, when Ultimate Warrior wrestled Hogan at six, yeah, Sting was like, I was flat out just jealous. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I was like, I can't. Anyway, but uh, um, um, yeah. So uh, Ronda, that 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 move was that move looked brutal. Yeah, it almost, I was like, yeah. and, and and then I love how Ronda held on to the arm. It was yeah. fucking awesome. Christ, I have to watch that again. That move was like, I, I rewatched. Scary. It. It's awesome. And and props props to Nikki for taking that with her neck. I mean, that easily could have really hurt her. So props to Nikki. Uh, I would like her to go away. But uh, uh, <laughs> listen, I, I kind of like Nikki, but she's not going to evolve. Uh, she, if she's not going to, uh, uh, you know, she yeah. didn't she didn't, did, did nothing for me here. Uh, I, I know a lot of uh, a couple of our listeners I know are big fans of her. I think she's I think the Bellas are just Almost there. You right. know, I think they almost got to that diva thing. I don't know. Anyway, I got nothing to say there, but props to her for headlo- main eventing this pay-per-view. I hope, oh, you know, it was a cool event. All right, let's get to, let's move on to Kyrie Sane quick, okay? All right. So, I would like to say that Evolution, uh, at, at Evolution, I was fully sold on Kyrie Sane. I'm yeah. now a Kyrie Sane mark. Oh, great. I said a no shot. I want to get a sound drop on here, the sold moment. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm a fan. I'll be picking up a Kyrie Sane T-shirt. I think I, I what love, did it. What did it for you? I love that shirt. Just the match. Yeah, the match was great. I think she flies through the air and she's so small. 
and I think it's really it looks really cool. Yeah, she wrestles kind of like she's like almost as like a she's like a female Kota Ibushi or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that uh, she is almost what I was saying. Like I think she's the closest thing to what I'm saying is that we need like a female AJ Styles, oh. and she's like the closest to it. Yeah, you know, for me, she has the bet that submission she does where she like. I mean, uh, Shayna didn't let her get it, but she like gets their legs and then does like a bridge backward. Yeah. over their head. It's, I, I think, it. the best finisher, best submission in the business. I, I, yeah, I was watching uh, highlights of her. I, I love all of it. And also, I'll say, she made Shayna Baszler, who, in my mind, is a mediocre wrestling talent, mm. in my head. Uh, Shayna Baszler looked awesome in yeah, this match. I love Shayna Baszler. She, made, she ruined her. Yeah. Shayna Baszler beat the shit out of Kyrie Sane. She was dangling her off oh, the rope. Oh, my God, that spot was yeah, amazing. Right. I, I, I'm saying... Shayna Baszler is a necessary talent in the women division. They need. She looks like, um, she's like the Brock Lesnar of the yeah. women's division. I mean, if you want to talk about intimidating, right? Like her, the, the figure that she cuts is. I know. I wish she would shave her head. I was just saying. Oh, I would love her awesome. having a shaved head. That would be awesome. She would look very cool. Um, uh, or maybe know? even like what Strowman has. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know why she's called the Queen of Spades? No, I found this out. There. It was it was from MMA though. She she was called that when she was in MMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I found this out that uh, they were doing some like pre like some roundtable thing. It was her, uh, Charlotte, and uh, Kel, uh, Kathy Kelly, <clears throat> right. uh, promoting Evolution. And so she does card tricks. She's a magician. Oh, really? And when she was a kid, she wanted to be a magician, and she like loves doing card tricks so much that that's why she calls herself the Queen of Spades. It's because she likes magic. Yeah, she should do that. Yeah. I mean, so I guess she did a card trick on this thing I was watching. Right. She did one to Charlotte and like blew her mind. Yeah, but she should do them as a heel. Just be like, yo, watch a card trick. <laughs> I, 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 that makes the character three dimensional to me. Yeah. It's like even if you're like a tough guy and you're like, you don't want to watch my trick, and then you beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, like yeah. show like, yeah, I'm trying to make friends. I'm doing my best to make friends. No one wants to watch my tricks. Yeah. She's like a female incel. Yeah, I would love that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I guys that. you guys want to watch my card trick? <laughs> Come on, where are you going? I got you impressed the digitation. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Female insult. No, but uh, I think Shayna Baszler, they need Shayna Baszler on the main roster. They need a real intimidating yeah, but, woman like yeah, that. Yeah, but they're gonna, she's going to tear it up in NXT because the other two, Jessamine, uh, what's her, Duke and uh, um, Roddy Strong's wife. Yeah, the, the gonna, four horsemen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're going to tear it up on NXT for a while, and then they're going to come up together for- And then uh, they'll join Ronda. Ronda. Or they'll then, come after Ronda? No, or no they're going to join Ronda. And then who, who knows where that's going? Should be fun. All right, here's the thing, Kyrie Sane. The best moment of evolution for me, okay? Yeah. Kyrie Sane comes out, presents the title in the treasure chest. Where you know, hold, uh, by the way, her taunt is an air periscope. Yeah, I love that. Okay, <laughs> okay, an air. Right, yeah, like I see you. Yeah, I love like, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, 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 love it. Um, and and it's a little like the gimmick's a little kooky, uh -huh. right? But. I don't think this is racist to say or anything, but like Japanese culture is a little kooky compared to American culture. Like right. when I was in Japan, it's it doesn't feel weird for someone to be like, I'm a pirate. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's what I love about Japan. Like I'm going to go back as soon as I can. Yeah. So I love that. But I, I said, I'm worried about this gimmick on the main roster because I'm worried about it hitting the Bobby Roode, like glorious and, and, uh, uh, and Tyler, uh, 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 breeze. Like, right. I'm like worried about an unjustified pirate, Michael Cole. Oh, she comes out. I know what you're talking about. Michael Cole comes out and says a line that was like, I was like, this is great. She goes, she's somewhat of a modern pirate. And she goes, she actually is one. 
because she collects gold all over the world. Yeah. No, no. She said she's uh, the yachting. She's a championship yachter. She oh, sails. I miss that. Yeah. It's even better. It's even more grounded. She's a sailor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like them both. Yeah. yeah I love that. Uh, okay, great. Combine them. Yeah. But the, she's the actually thing, sailing like, around collecting gold. I'm a gold. pirate because I'm stealing gold from around the world. In, yeah, the, in and, championship and also belt form. Is that right. what you mean? Yeah. 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 Because yeah, the belts are gold. Yeah. What a great, what a fucking great justification for why I'm a pirate. Yeah, like, yeah I'm a pirate because I'm stealing gold. I'm the champion. Yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, great. What a great way to make this thing make sense. <laughs> you know, WWE never does anything to make things make sense. Yeah, yeah. so saying she's a boater and yeah. she boats around. The, I would love if you saw Kyrie saying like, the, the, like they're like, well, the bus is here, and she's like, no, nah, we're going yeah. down the coast. I'll be boating. <laughs> yeah, I'll be boating, and she sets sail. And she yeah. has a fucking crew. Why not? Yeah. It'd be so fun because. It's like the Young Bucks. Like, why do the Young Bucks get away with being complete goofs in the ring? It's because when they turn it on, it's their believable threats, right? right? They go badass, you yeah. know? So that's why they can kill the, quotes, kill the business. Right. It's because they go like, this is my job. And they just go like, oh, that hurt. Yeah. Because when they do wrestle, it's hard as fuck. Right, you know? right, 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 right. So Kyrie Sane, when she gets in the ring, she is like, no joke. Right? If she's a little bit of a pirate goof outside of it, and it's like I'm stealing gold, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And but it, but she can wrestle like a beast. I'll buy that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. We don't need more wrestlers whose gimmick is I'm tough. You I'm know the, what I'm saying? I'm the best in the world. We just don't need it. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. It only. Uh, okay. Cool. So Kyrie saying I was sold on her. One more note on on um, evolution. Okay. I actually really enjoyed the Battle Royal. Yeah, I mean, look, Lita yeah. and Trish look like crap in the ring as talents, but whatever. We saw them there. That match, didn't really care about it, but hey, I was into it watching it. It was fun. Yeah. A little nostalgic, but Lita pulled off the moonsault. Uh, you, know, you know, it was a little sloppy. One thing I did like about that, I love Alicia Fox carrying a clock. Yeah. Alicia Fox shadily. Some of the best ring gear. Yeah. Like she's dressed like a pilot for a little bit. Remember, she was an airline pilot. Yeah. This is your captain speaking. She really pulls <laughs> off the, like, I forgot about I'm that. a quack routine yeah. very well. Uh, also, I mean, uh, I would be remiss if right. I didn't say that across the board, yeah. everybody's gear in this pay-per-view, I think pound for pound, right. best gear in any pay-per-view, right. uh, everybody brought it. Absolutely. I... I, I uh, fashion. I, I, I was into yeah. Um, the uh, oh yeah. Where's my fashion drop? Yo, Anosh, I need my. I don't have my fashion drop either. I need the drop because fashion. We gotta add that to the board. I need the fashion drop. I need the. This is why it's drop. important for you guys to subscribe on Patreon because we need to get our technology. Yeah, we absolutely. Can't, we can't afford the fashion drop right uh, now. Yeah, absolutely. We need the fashion drop, but we, no, I, I, dude, I, I need drops. that drop. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, uh, but I did get this drop back. Should have known better, dude. Which <laughs> uh, okay, I did to use properly, you know. But I don't have the fashion drop. We need that anyway. Okay, but uh, I was into the battle royal. The Battle Royale, yeah. like uh, Ember Moon was killing it. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was a great way. Let's put, I think Nia shouldn't have won. I think let's push Ember Moon. Give mm -hmm. her a title shot. And she, it doesn't, we know we have Survivor Series coming up. So you could just say, have uh, Constable Corbin just be like, you'll get your, uh, have Ember do something to piss off Constable Corbin. I'll be like, you know what? You'll get your shot when I want it. And then we have Survivor Series. And let's build this character of Ember Moon. 
You mean acting general manager Baron Corbin? At the, uh, yeah, sorry. Ap- yeah. Acting general manager. You know what? For that, you're getting a title shot. He moves at a cane pace, if you will. <laughs> if you will, Daddy. Okay, so Evolution was, uh, uh, I would say, a big success. Congratulations to all the people who were emotional about it. Um, I think uh, if you enjoyed that pay-per-view, I would say in terms of Hounds of Merch, in terms of Merch Corner, Mm. I think that Evolution hat is pretty slick. Oh, yeah? My beef with Evolution is, like, I I was like, oh, maybe I'll pick up one of these Evolution hats. It has the nice teal, um, a color I really like. It's not teal. Nice color, like a coral. It's like a coral. Is it that blue? Is it, is yeah, it's it like, like that blue. But the, it's named Aquamarine. Evolution. I didn't dig. Yeah. Um, and the V is really big. Is I was like, that's. Is that I'm what, not I think say it is? what I'm thinking? But <laughs> the, why is the V big? Why is the V? Hey, why is the V big? Yeah, because it's the pussy paper view. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Like, <laughs> you guys know their graphic designer is Dice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look what I made! It's a V. It yeah. represents the pussy. <laughs> if you won't make the brim pink, <laughs> make the V big, because I like a nice big. Oh! <laughs> okay, anyway, my chair broke on that. <laughs> all right, you guys, all right, anyway. I don't think that was swampy. We keep that. Uh, we dice. keep that. Okay. And you smell what the Rossi is kicking. All right, well, let's get into a, a little bit of Raw and SmackDown. Really not much to say. Yeah. One thing I would like, uh, 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 Carl, you know, this crowd jewel's in our way. You it know is. what I mean? Okay, so uh, one thing I thought was really funny <laughs> I saw on Instagram uh, yeah. was an AJ Styles Instagram post of him asking Nike <laughs> to fix his broken Nike shoes. <laughs> Here's the picture of it. It's I took a picture because I, I I posted it in the Comedians Wrestling face page at four in the morning. He posts a picture of the shoe and he's showing that the flap is like a little unglued, right? You know, and it says, "Just got these Air Two Seventies." Can you help me out, Nike? Love these shoes. And I was like, how is the champion right. of WWE asking for handouts on Instagram? Like, you're the champion of WWE. You don't have a better venue to get to talk to Nike? It's a, it's a sports company. What are you doing it's on my like, Instagram, dude? Oh, my, AJ, oh my God. What AJ Styles, my the champion, dude? is in studio. Yeah. What am I doing? Oh, well, I, I'm, just going, I'm sorry. I follow you on Instagram. Dude, I'm sorry. You got a fan. problem big with fan. you got a problem with how I conduct myself pro- on 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 social media. Uh, I yeah, I have a little bit. To be honest, I don't want to lie to you because I respect you so uh-huh. much as my champion. Uh, I do have a problem, which is that I feel like it's not. It's kind of embarrassing. I want to say how? to be the champion of a billion dollar corporation and ask. Not for Nike repairs through your Instagram, like I would, like a plebeian, look, man, like me. Look, man, look. Uh, I just bought those Air Max 270s. They were broken. I went back to the Foot Locker and I talked to the manager. I was like, "Can I get a rebate on these?" And they wouldn't do it. So I took right to social media to, to go to to Nike directly and say, "Hey, p- please, could you make me new shoes?" 
Yeah, no, I know, but it's almost. I, I don't think you just begged. I mean, you're the champion of WWE. You're the champion. I'm sure that you know somebody in the back there can handle. Do you understand all of the perks that come along with being huh? the champion of WWE? You could get a pair of those shoes for free. A new pair, easy. Look, man, I am an indie guy at heart. You know that. I'm just like all the other guys. I show up early. I got a ticket. I sit down in the seat at the ringside. And I can what? What are you give me that look for? Wait, you're, wait, 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 what are you talking about? You for, I buy for, a ticket for WWE shows. You buy a ticket? Yeah, man. You buy a ticket? Yeah. But no, dude. You you know you could just show up and walk through the back. You're the champion. You could go right in through the the crew uh, WWE I, entrance. All right. Well, I was not aware of that. So I buy tickets and I stand in line and get chicken fingers like everybody else. Wait, what? <laughs> what is wrong with it? What am I? Am I? There's, you know, there's catering in the back. You don't understand. You're the champion catering. of a billion dollar company. This is, you aren't wrestling in bingo halls anymore, man. This is in Japan, right? This is, this is the big time. It's WWE. Catering? Got, yeah, catering. Are you talking Can't, about that table of food with the, the hoagie spread? Yeah, in the back, they got, you know, I'm sure they have hoagies, but they got, in the back, you got chicken. It's free food for all the performers. That's for me? Yeah, that's, you're the, who would it be for? I thought it was for, I mean, like, Rusev's a big guy, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura's a big guy. No, so you, wait, okay. I love watching these guys. So, all right, are you saying that after your matches, uh-huh. when, you know, you get hungry after matches, right? Yeah. You, you go <laughs> into the arena, and what do you, just buy... Yeah, food got, from a from a kiosk. Yeah, well, look, I got these coupons from a coupon saver, so I use them. Did you know that the Red Robin in the state in uh, in the stadium, uh, the Wells Fargo Center? Did you know that they don't accept the coupons from the coupon saver? But what? They're not a participating location. <laughs> okay, AJ, I can't even believe what I'm fucking hearing. <laughs> You're saying that you not only during shows, after you wrestle, you go to get food. From the the vendors, like yeah. like a fan, yeah. You use a coupon in front of the fans. Hell yeah, I use a coupon in front of the fans. I'm a man of the people. And besides, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just partake, or suckle from the teat of the WWE? No, man. I'm out there on the road. Did you know that if you get, you can go to McDonald's, you can get two double cheeseburgers. You can then take the meat off of those, and you basically have four cheeseburgers. Yeah, wait, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. You're saying if you buy, yeah, that's how I spread the. That's how I keep my. I spread the wealth. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I I buy two double cheeseburgers. I take the meat off them, yeah. and then I basically got two. I got four single hamburgers. Oh. A little bit of a life hack for you if you're trying to save some bucks. I mean, that's embarrassing. You don't bring the. You don't bring the WB title into I'm a, a McDonald's champion, man. Like I that. wear it everywhere. Yeah, you you wear the, you go into McDonald's. Yeah, and you. I mean, come on. I know you're a man of the people, but I mean. Or I, I mean, all right. Let me ask you something. When you're flying to arenas, uh-huh. you fly in first class. Now, <clears throat> what I do is I get a, uh, I get a, I get my application in early. I actually work the flight like a flight uh, a, a flight attendant. And it's a real cheap way to fly. Wait, you just- I got to stop in Thailand most of the times, but then eventually I'm back. Right back there in, uh, you know, the performance center. Wait, wait, wait. You are, you're a lice, you're a stewardess? Man, I got to save every penny I can. I don't know. Tomorrow is not pr- promised today, brother. No, I listen, I, with all due respect, you know that. I mean, look, I'm a starving artist. You know what I mean? I'm out here on Patreon.com begging for change. You I don't mean, look like you're that starving, am I right? 
Oh, okay. All right. Don't high five a nosh. Okay. This is ridiculous. You're saying you dress up like a flight. The, all right. The WWE champion. You dress up like a flight attendant. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I get my application in early and I work as a flight attendant. <laughs> I'm not dressed as if I am a flight attendant. WWE will fly you for free. What? Yeah, you just have to, I don't know, talk to the travel guy. No, that can't I've be right. I've talked to my friends who are working at WB, they fly you. No, look, look, You look, get look. a voucher. This is what happens when you're the champion. You get the you get the strap, and you're the face of the company. They put you on the video game front, yeah. right? And that's yeah. it. That's where the perks <laughs> stop. Wait, I do, are you getting a paycheck from WB? I do it for the love of the game, brother. Oh, my God, man. That's well. Did Nike get back to you about your shoes? They actually blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, so AJ. I'm gonna stop by the WSS shoe store down here on the corner. <laughs> oh my, come on, you can go to a better shoe store. Ah, uh, no, brother. They got. I mean, I'm not being classist. I'm just saying you got to represent this company, right? You're got, the phenomenal one. I got a coupon. <laughs> you got a coupon. I got a coupon, what is this coupon for, for this coupon is buy one pair of Nikes, get the next pair of Nikes for 25 percent off. That's a pretty good deal. That is. Because I listen, I got no problem with saving. I'm just saying, I think W. It's a, do you understand that? Like, it's a little embarrassing. Let's put it into, into perspective for you, okay? These are huge men. No, <laughs> let's put this into perspective for you, quick. Uh -huh. Let's say, um, oh man, I was gonna say the president. I would like not not bring this love guy. That guy. Up. I don't want to. No, I, I love that guy. He's my guy. I don't want to. I don't want to bring him. Up. I love that guy. I think the Earth is flat. Dinosaurs aren't real. The Bible took place two thousand years ago. Okay. And Donald Trump is my favorite guy. Okay, you know what? I think that's enough. I, I AJ, understand. I think you gotta go. I you understand. gotta go. We're trying to keep this not blowing. All right. Thanks I'm for stopping out by, champ. All right. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, y'all gonna? Is this? Uh, is this sushi spoken for? No, that's like can I have some of the sushi? That's 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 right. been there Thank for a much. couple days already. Thank that's his you. old sushi. All right. Anyway, well, he's got kids to feed. What can you say? Anyway, thanks for stopping by, champ. Unbelievable. Oh wait, real quick. Do you know if you can get you can get free satellite radio subscriptions if you just use a different email? <laughs> just get out of my studio. Right, bye, just bye, get guys. out of here. I think he needed the sushi more than I did. Oh to be my honest. god, the champion of WWE apparently asking for handouts on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's a registered. Oh, sorry, real quick, one more thing. You guys validate? <laughs> I do not have five dollars to give That's these guys. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's stamp it. Here's a stamp. Here's a stamp. Here's a stamp. We help LJ AJ out yeah, here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, AJ Styles, the champion. How? I mean, AJ. Before you go, how, uh -huh. do you, how you? So oh, you, now you want me to no, stay? I to say, well, you didn't leave. That's Phenomenal. You're going, you're going, <laughs> yo, you're going to Saudi Arabia on Friday, uh -huh. right? Yeah. How are you getting there? Uh, I am going to ship myself in a container <laughs> oh on a barge. Oh, my God. All right, AJ. Uh, mistake. It's All a right. mistake. We're All looking right. for a new manager at UCB if you're interested. Oh. You can fill out an application on your way All out. right, definitely. Yeah. I will. I will. I will. All right, anyway. Holy motherfucking shit. AJ was here. Weird uh, all right, guy. Let's get into a couple, <laughs> just a couple things on Raw SmackDown here. This is our hold over time for the crown jewel. I would like to bring a couple of moments here. One thing I really liked in Raw was uh, they mentioned when they... When Rollins came out, okay, to uh, uh, to uh, confront Dean, which they kind of just put on hold for a week, really. Yeah. It's just like a holdover moment. There's a lot of thank you Roman chants. Mm -hmm. I just, it just made me happy. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and sad obviously at the same time. But I really like that. I, it made me believe in humanity yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah, you know, I mean, for a, or I don't know, but I get for a brief moment where I was like, wow, uh, faith in humanity restored. That's, I was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just am in this this cynical place sometimes right. where I'm like, everyone's gonna boo him the next week. Right. And uh, it was nice to see everyone was caring about uh, uh, Rollins. One thing I um, I absolutely loved is. I like that they're not shying away from the whole the reigns thing. We're yeah. not we're not sweeping it under the rug. I like that they're using it in kayfabe. That's part of what, like I said last week, part of what makes wrestling amazing is the the shoot blending with the work. Yeah, and that we're able to tow that reality. The Baron Corbin so, moment. Yeah, right. I, I love Baron Corbin being like, "Yeah, I hope reigns when he comes back. He's not on Raw." Yeah. Fucking yeah, he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. We know he doesn't really mean it. Right. It's right? awesome. Yeah. It's great. And also I love Rollins just being like just acknowledging because Reigns has gone to go fight leukemia. Like yeah. he's not scared to say it. Yeah. You know? Cause I think also part of it is that when people are sick, we sweep them under we sweep it under the rug. We hide from that. Mm. We kind of just like delete them. Right. And I like that um we're like acknowledging like Roman's not here, but He's not here for this reason, and let's not forget. Let's not forget that. Let's not just be like he's right. not here. This is not an injury. You know what I mean? Right. All right. So anyway, uh, I thought Seth Rollins put on a great performance on Raw. Uh, <laughs> we had no Ronda on Raw, right? No. Interesting. Um, I, I thought uh, um, Monday Night Raw. He felt really emotional. I thought I really liked uh, Rollins there. I will say. My writing was better uh, last week. Yeah. Not to be a, a, a disgustos mark, but um, last week I gave you the promo. I think Dean and Rollins should cut at each other. They chose to go more generic. Uh, just uh, Dean coming out with a sneer, um, looking like Guado. Guado. <laughs> Start the reactor. <laughs> From Total Recall. Yeah. His <gasps> face was really kooky. I liked it. I will say, uh, I liked what Rollins was bringing to the table. Uh, I was disappointed in Dean, which I'm always disappointed in Dean. It's kind of a runny thing. I like that he, I guess, came from the from the top. I guess he's kind of like disrespecting the Shield thing, and he can cut the promo that I uh, pitched last week. Right. But to not do it right away is a problem mm. because it makes him. It's not. They're not going for this. Like I wanted Team Seth. Team Dean thing. Right. Right now, it's like very clearly establishing like Dean has gone bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. Dean is like, not, you're not even worth my time to speak to. And it's full heel as opposed to a guy who was conflicted, which is what the story was. And which was the story he, wasn't breaking. Yeah. It was Dean just being like, I'm conflicted about my allegiance with this group. Yeah. And my role in it. And it's like, with Reigns gone, it's not he would go bad. Right. Nothing happened to make him break, you know? So to me, it's like, yes. When. Becky did it. It was like, I'm fed up with Charlotte stealing all the thunder and taking all my big moments. It was completely earned for her to go bad. It was like, I'm fucking sick of you. Right. Handed everything in my way. I'm done with you. That didn't happen here. Rollins didn't do anything. So to not say what you're mad about, just be like, you're not even worth my time. It's just a little off. I don't think it's taken. I don't think it's something to come back from. I'm just worried they're not going the way I want. Right. Which yeah. I think was the smart way to do it. Yeah. Um, I think Dean saying like the sneer, him not saying anything was uh It didn't accomplish what they think it accomplished. Yeah, it, it like Dean being like I'm just evil. It's just not what we needed. It's too, it, it this is too shoot of a moment to play it 
like a work, you know? So I, I, I just, I, I, I t- they played it 2K baby for me. Uh, they've had like so long to think about what to do with Dean. Did him come out in like a tie-dyed bomber jacket? I also didn't like his look. Did you like his look? I was, I mean, yeah, I think that you're, I mean, I'm a fan of Dean Ambrose, so I'm going to give him a little bit more yeah. leeway than you will. Right. Um, uh, and I, yeah, I wish that, cause he's not a bad talker. I think they should have no, had him say some stuff. Very and, articulate. Yeah. Very expressive. Gr- uh, really great wrestling actor. Really. Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder, yeah, I wonder why I think, I feel like they think they're doing something and they're not doing it. Like they think that he's being like mysterious and like quiet, but it's just not coming across that way. Yeah. He's coming off as like classic bad guy. Yeah. And that's not what we need. We need a man, uh, uh, on the fringe. Yeah. If you will. Uh, and then they're just, and they're throwing around lunatic again, which worries me. Can I say this? This yeah. is kind of tangential. I was on Twitter, yeah. and there was some stupid political argument where somebody said something about, like, uh, they referred to the left as, like, the lunatic fringe, and just some random guy was like, first of all, buddy, the only lunatic fringe is Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, a couple other things to go through. Yeah, so, I don't know, we'll see where they go here, but uh, I, I, I was like, man, we got, it's Dean, like, let's figure out what he's going to wear, like, yeah. what his thing, and he came out, like, just a white V-neck t-shirt, he looked a little, like, a, he looked like a Backstreet Boy? He looked like a literal jabroni. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like somebody, like, like I think uh, the guy's uh, not Nick Tulo had said it, like, he looked like a Queens tough guy, like, yeah. a, like an actual jabroni, like somebody yeah. who would be called a jabroni by, like, anybody, you know? I, I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I it's just, fine. I mean, it's, it's, it was almost like, I don't think that's going to be his new gear. It was like his like casual, like he was just right. there. So that's just what Dean Ambrose wears. I know, but he should have worn like a it's leather. Better, a le- I don't know. It's better than the leather jacket. I hate leather jackets. LJ? I, I, I don't like the LJs. I prefer a bomber. I'm wearing a bomber. I connected with it as a bomber jacket owner. The white shirt was too face for me. I got a V-neck. I'm dressed like Dean Ambrose. I'm not right exactly now. sure. The jacket was off. Anyway, I just would have. I would have. I would have. A jacket was key. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, uh, uh, all right. A couple other random things from Raw. I don't even want to talk about the the DX thing going on. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought um, a lot of this again. We're in this crown jewel thing. I don't even feel like covering a lot of that. Um, I I thought one thing I liked. Corey Graves mentioned. That Leo Rush cost Lashley his purse. Mm. He was like, he cost him his winner's purse. Yeah. I love talking about a purse for matches. They sometimes do it. It adds stakes. Yeah. It's great. If we're going to have all these exhibition matches, let's act like every match is for cash. Right. Right? Cash. Cash. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar showed up on Raw. He's looking really trim, looking like he's in UFC shape, which yeah. is exciting to me. I thought he Brock looked better than he has in a long time. Yeah, and something struck me too, where it's like the way that the way that Brock acts during this the, uh, during the segment when like Strowman is like body slamming Corbin, it really kind of made Strowman. It exposed Strowman a little bit as like a gimmick, where right. like this is Brock Lesnar. He's a murderer. Like he he's a legit murderer, and uh, there you have Strowman doing his monster thing, power slam, power slamming somebody. Right, and Lesnar's like, okay, yeah, body slam him again, tough guy, do it again. Yeah, and it, it really kind of made Strowman look uh, cartoonish compared to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Le- Brock Lesnar is uh, a beast. Yeah, he's a, um, he's a murderer. Yeah, the beast makes me think oh, of Mandy, the beast. Oh yeah, um, I would. Lo- I feel like. 
uh, he's Dean Ambrose giant. is like trying to do like a Nicolas Cage. Oh, like yeah. I was thinking of Dean Ambrose. I was like, if you could tap into the list a little bit, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. But wrestling, you can't do a lo- you can't do that fr- lunatic fringe gimmick because it's PG TV. Right. You can't just like go in the back, be mad, and like chug a bottle of vodka. Right. You know what I'm saying? And scream. Uh, yeah. I would love that if he was or like pour it on your wounds, like pour vodka on your cuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar makes everybody look like children. Yes, it's like he is there. He goes, yeah, do it again, yeah. do it again. Like Brock, he, he there. Brock is magic. He yeah. really is fucking great. Um, and uh, I do, th- yeah. He he's not he's not he's one of these guys who like who like doesn't need the direction of like just be more natural. Right. He's so natural. Yeah, it's almost like he doesn't care enough to act, right? So it only comes across as natural. Yeah, he's not trying to like <laughs> nail a segment. He's just like, it's more like, yeah, this is this is me. Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, slam a bunch. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And then he fucking picked up. Strobel. That was incredible. Like it was nothing. Yeah, three hundred and eighty-five and, uh, pounds. Like, wow. Yeah. And the camera angle on that was like really cool, where you like really saw it. Sometimes they shoot it where you're in that like cartoon wrestling universe where like it looks like anybody could pick up anybody and right. you forget. They shot it in a way where you like saw the weight. Yeah. It was on that. Like upward, down, like a, a, a like a angle, uh, uh, like a, I don't the know. The camera was on the apron, right? Yeah, it was on the apron, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, you saw it was hard for him to pick him up, but yeah, I, I love that. Brock's great. I love what Brock's like. He's also like outsmarting uh, Strowman. Yeah. What do you do with Crown Jewel there? I mean, I think it'll just be nothing. The belt will be. Vi- it won't happen. Like it'll be schmozzy. Yeah, there's something on the dirts I didn't read about it. How they're planning some. They're planning something apparently. Yeah, according uh, to the dirts. Drew, Drew McIntyre interrupt or. Uh, but the, the, that title will still be vacant after yes, Crown Jewel. Yes. And uh, we're gonna see an absolute house show. Yes. So. Yeah. So anyway, uh, wouldn't it be fun? If I were the WWE, I would stick it to the Saudis by uh, fucking having the gobbledygooker come out. And yeah, <laughs> you so, know, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, they wouldn't even care. I know they don't care. It's just about oh look, we we we're 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 just like everyone. We're we're, we're westernized. Right? Yeah. They want to feel like they want to fit in with the world, but still be um, just murdering journalists. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right, everything else is like, you know, not, nothing else really to cover. Nope. I, I, AJ, AJ Daniel Bryan match on SmackDown um, uh, was great match. We yeah, saw Daniel say? Bryan and AJ in like these guys were really going all out. And we know Daniel Bryan. He look, he's not going to Crown Jewel. Good for him. I think uh, sticking up for your values like that is ballsy to Vince McMahon. I don't think Daniel Bryan's in any place. They made him tap out to AJ. Uh, they were like, you're not going, you know, it was very clear to me, but also it advances the Daniel Bryan storyline. We need him to fall into a pit of despair. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it has to happen for this, for his, he needs to rise again, like the Phoenix. Uh, right now he needs to be, you know, so he needs to be losing. He needs to be questioning his ability, but just in terms of work rate, we saw, uh, peaks of, of what Daniel Bryan's capable of in that match. I mean, when he does his run, his uh, uh, drop kicks to the corner, I mean, no one's getting higher than that. No. The guy flies. I mean, he gives it his all. When he wants to turn it on, he turns it on. Uh, and it's a, believable, too. Yeah, a couple of great ones. I, I, I was loving that match. It was great. And uh, that's what SmackDown does best. You get these matches. Dream match. Great. We're getting Joe, AJ again. Couldn't care about that match because you know Joe's not winning the belt. Right. You know that they've already told us that Joe's not winning the belt off AJ. Yeah. We already know that story. So, 
Yeah, and New Days the Brood was really funny. But I think that's mainly uh, all the stuff we got to cover this week, I think. So, uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Um, I, uh, get out there and vote. Um, I'm not telling you how to vote. Told you I'm not getting. I'm not getting into the be too political. We'll be done with this after next week, because uh, when the next episode airs, election day will already have happened, and it's in the books, baby. That's what they'll say, and we'll be past uh, yeah. crown jewel. So I'm kind of excited to get past this week, you know, yes, yeah. and get uh, past these kind of stains, these stains and tense moments in society, and get back to uh, regular life. But everyone, if you want more cow. Go on to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Remember, we're only six patrons away from announcing the new cow merch, um, which uh, is fire. I'm excited for you guys to see, so only a couple away. And also, we give you value. Bonus episodes, movie dissection episode right there. Special Halloween special. Spooky uh, 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 movie dissection of See No Evil, starring Glenn Jacobs, Kane, the mayor of Knox County. We watched yeah. that episode. You want to give him a little preview, Newman, of that episode? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's called See No Evil. Um, so imagine if John Cena was evil yeah. and you couldn't see him. Absolutely. You can't. In this movie, one thing about Kane is that you can't see him. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, his victims can't see John him. John Cena could be in this movie. We don't know. We can't see. Absolutely, him. we can't see. He might be in there the whole time. As a matter of yeah. fact, he might be in this room. Yeah, we we we, we, we can't see him. Should we spoil, so, spoil the last scene of the movie? No, the very last frame of the movie. Oh, no, no, no. you have mm-hmm. to you have to no. become a patron to find out yeah. what the very last <laughs> thing you see. In this or, movie or you is. have to rent the movie. Or and rent watch the it. movie. <laughs> and look at it. Yeah. No, but uh, it's a uh, it's a, we had a really fun discussion about it. Go uh, uh, so patreon.com slash comedians arrest and get access to our archives of we got quite a bunch of movie dissection episodes on. On there and help support this show all right and uh our sponsor no we don't have a sponsor nope hey nope. everybody keep watching wrestling kisses Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.